0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the 39th episode of all new snap judgments. As always, I'm Roy Rogers and joining me today is my friend and yours. Aaron. Pulse Glazer. How are you doing this evening, Aaron, my friend, this lousy smarch weather that we're recording in today?
1: (laughs) It's leap year day, I will hear no smarch slander for the most rare of all days
0: it's i mean that is a true statement considering no days are rare except for leap day that is that is a very that is a very true is a factual I, I, I statement as you might say yeah no you you Neil that that's that's being too generous but like so many things on this show <laughs> we could call it glazer's hubris which many other people have have called this show many times before so welcome to the latest Literally episode of glazer's no, it is not. I'm literally quoting a YouTube comment when I say that every single time, Aaron. You really, <laughs> you really gotta like pay attention to your own comment section, friend. All right, so we are here for the 39th episode of Glazers Hubris. Aaron, who are the very special guests that are joining us today uh, for our wonderful show?
1: we are joined first by one of my favorite content creators in all of marvel snap someone you should be paying attention to now that he is no longer streaming only when i am asleep it is gaming with flash x how you doing flash
2: i'm great sir how you guys doing i'm doing well
1: how can our people find you and on what platforms
2: yeah so Quite simply, you can find me on the Twitter. I will f- refuse to call it X as long as the domain has not changed. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at GWFlashX. flash x, and uh, I'm over on Twitch streaming several days a week Marvel Snap at Gaming with Flash X, and I'm over on YouTube as well as just Gaming with Flash.
1: We are also joined by one of the most important people in getting the Snap Judgments League going. One of the most generous and kind people in all of Marvel Snap. It's our friend, Cables Dumbs. How you doing, Cables?
3: Uh, I'm doing good. Thank you, Glazer.
1: Thanks for having me. An absolute pleasure. Since, sadly, you don't do much content anymore, where can people find you if they want to engage you? Because I have an idea of where.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'm everywhere at <laughs> cables underscore dumbs you have to type in dumbs i am on x i'm cool calling it x uh, uh and uh yeah i'm a retired content creator and now just trying to support the community uh and a big fan of uh the the league the sjl so mm-hmm.
1: in the sjl discord cables is a fixture so if you would like to join that please do so yeah
3: it's hey, an ecw well. if you joined.
0: Definitely, definitely, definitely. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But before we jump into talking about the league, which conveniently, Aaron did not include a slide in this week's uh, show notes. Because the signups are over. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm just saying, just advertisements are good, Aaron. Uh, Let's talk about how you can engage with us. First and foremost, you can engage with us on whatever you want to call Elon Musk's hell site. But our handle on it is at SnapJudgeCast. We are also incredibly, incredibly grateful to be the official podcasting partner of Marvel Snap Zone, uh, which means you should definitely join the Marvel Snap Zone Discord. Uh, You can find the link to that in the description of this episode on YouTube uh, or in your friendly neighborhood podcatcher. It is the best large Discord in all of Marvel Snap. Such a great community. Aaron is in there engaging with folks. It is just an awesome, awesome place to sort of be part of the community. If you want to use the internet equivalent of snail mail and email us, we will do our best to respond through the kick spam that Aaron has put into that account. But our email is snapjudgmentspodcast at gmail.com. That brings us to our two most important socials. First and foremost among those is our YouTube channel, Where every single day of the week except Saturdays, Aaron is out there making at least one video. He's got tons and tons of Snap takes each and every day except for Saturdays. You should definitely, definitely follow us at Snap Judgments Pod. Aaron, if our loyal listeners were to become our loyal viewers, what would they find on the YouTube right now?
1: Well, I mean... We did two videos today because there was a gigantic OTA we'll be talking about soon. Um, you get at least three brand new decks every day and all sorts of interesting features between the decks. So hopefully you like it. Hopefully you check it out. All right. We've joked a lot also about the League, which will be starting.
0: We'll have already started by the time this is up because it will be March when this comes up, which is kind of scary to think that we are already in March. But yeah. we are also on Patreon. Um, There are a lot of reasons to follow us and to support Aaron's content, not just for the league, which again, sadly is not taking entrance anymore, but there is lots and lots of reasons to support us. Aaron, if our patrons were to follow us at patreon.com slash snap judgments, what kind of content would they get
1: right now? All right, cool. So um, the $1 tier comes with access to the league and it also comes with access to um what are they called king of the hill events which are just mini nightly like eight person tournaments where single elimination just a fun quick way to compete competitively marvel snap five dollar tier is early access and like little mini videos um ten dollar tier is where you get like a giant extra bonus podcast from roy and i and all of my ramblings and a weekly um top 10 decks from the videos
0: real quick though you if say this is going to probably go up on the third, second, or third, mm-hmm. some people who become $1 subscribers
1: or patrons cannot join the league right now, though. They'll have yeah, to yeah, wait yeah. for the next time. Just to be clear, league's locked up. League is filled up. We ha- ended up with, I think, 225 or so uh, people in it. And as I say every week, it really is
0: a reverse pay. Uh, A reverse pyramid scheme. All right. Glazer is spending more money than he gets on promoting the community, but this is a really awesome way to show some support and lower those costs, which we greatly appreciate. All right, Aaron, you mentioned it already, but we are not, we are, before we can get to the OTA, we need to talk about the new card for this week, the final card of the month. Are, this is Proxima Midnight, who got murked by Black Widow, uh, in uh, game? No, no, in, Infinity War. So yeah, she is true. a four cost, seven strength, series five, six K tokens card. When this is discarded, jumps to your lowest power location that is in full flash. What are your thoughts of Proxima
2: Midnight? Oh, I am so happy that uh you passed that rock off to me uh first because let me tell you what. My thoughts on Proxima as a proud card-carrying member of the discard community, um she is fantastic. I think she is the new queen of what I have coined modern discard, right? The old a new twist on the classic, you know, classic style of discard. And my straightforward opinion is that Proxima just kind of goes in almost every discard deck that you build kind of from here on out forever till the end of snap. Um, She essentially is a free seven power on the board. Uh, There are very now in all my testing thus far, there are very few case scenarios where you actually want to quote unquote hard cast her to the board, right? For just the straight, you know, four energy, but because 90, some odd percent of the time you are discarding this card this is a card that you don't care if it gets hit because she's going to jump to now of course there are case scenarios where this will screw you we're talking about you know a bar with no name and and locations like that where you don't want her to jump into however more times than not she is just a zero seven and in my world that's never bad
3: cables I I dislike playing discard immensely. Uh, <laughs> I immediately bought the card with tokens. Uh, uh, so I like to be collection complete. So I got the card, I've played it. Uh, it doesn't win games, uh, for me cause I'm not a discard enjoyer, but, uh, I did run Lambies like banana town, like glaive, Proxima, Ella. Just do all the things, and that was winning. But uh, wow. yeah, if you've got the money for it, you got the tokens, you got the caches, YOLO, if, if you're not a discard player. But to, to flash this point, if you yeah. are good at discard, it's a free seven power card on the board. So
2: yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with it in that sense where if you're a discard player, you get this card. If you're not a discard player, then you don't have any use for this card. You don't have any use for this. You don't have any use for Corvus Glaive. And in prior months, I've spoken to people who aren't discard players that don't have Modoc and don't care for him. As good as Modoc was and as important as Modoc was to the discard archetype when he came out, if you don't play the archetype, you have no use for these cards.
3: Yeah, I've seen you play this very well. I just like my, my strategy with discard is just to YOLO cards on the board yeah. and just see what happens. <laughs> That's fair. So yeah, it's a dumb's deck. <laughs> well, right.
0: definitely, definitely. Uh, I think Cor- Corvus uh, last week, I think is shown to be while a huge discard enabler is as much a good stuff card as it is uh, a discard enabler. But this one I think is not, I, I think definitely flash and cables are right that this is an all in on discard card. Uh if, because it really just is not a good card if you can't reliably discard it. So, uh, and so it doesn't even really like, it's not even really overstated either. So, in the way in which like uh, Swordmaster or something like that is. Um, and so there's, yeah, I mean, this card is very narrow, but I think it is pretty strong in that archetype. I haven't had a huge amount of time to like sort of dig in with her yet, but I'm mostly excited for when we get our Karakun. Variant from Affinity War, that will definitely mm-hmm. encourage me to want to play the card more. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this card is like just really unremarkable, not because it's necessarily bad or even not because it's just or good. It just simply does what it needs to do with no outside synergies.
3: It It's way better than Herc, though. So for the same oh, stat well, line sure. with a narrow yeah, ability. Disagree. Disagree. I love move. Herc, I don't like Herc, discard. Her, her crushes cards? her. Herc is Midnight. amazing. Ugh. You are wrong.
1: <laughs> Keep those wrong <laughs> opinions elsewhere. Well Herc is an enabler, not a payoff, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, Herc, so yeah, he
3: definitely does not pay off. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> so Okay, ready? Proxima is mediocre, even in discard. Sorry, she doesn't make the deck significantly better. She doesn't improve its win rate an awful lot. The way you win in Marvel Snap, especially with this card, is not really going hard in all three lanes. It's having a throwaway lane, and having an empty Proxima in a throwaway lane doesn't really do much to help you win. Um, it's nice that, like, that seven power is there, and once in a while it steals a game, right? But most of the time, that throwaway lane is just sort of extra Garbo. Um, that's where you put your, like, extra O3s. And again, once in a Blue Moon, that's going to win you the game. But you really, really, really want most of your power to go in two lanes with this card to win. And Proxima actively refuses to go in one of those lanes fairly often in a really frustrating way. I think she's fine. Like, she's a perfectly fine, like, CC plus card. Even in Discard. Um, is she, like, significant? Is she changing my life? Is she significantly better than Hellcow? I don't think so is she significantly better than the newly buffed Swordmaster? yeah probably but is she better than like you're probably playing over a card like gambit is she better than gambit uh, probably not like no so she's just a fine little card and discard i wanted more i thought she was going to be more but um and like the only place i've actually liked her more is um combat has a discard good stuff list where um it's running discard but it's using discard as like a stats engine and it's just trying to like put stats all over the board using discard and that one like it doesn't go tall at all but that can win a lot of mid-rangey games and proxima is good there because you're trying to go mid-rangey and go wide but that's not what like classic discard does and that's where everyone's putting her and while that deck is doing well i think that deck is doing well just because like everything in it makes sense more than it is because proxima is especially good in it like the deck wins with or without her and i think loses fairly often for having her and an extra discard outlet
2: yeah i i i will say i do agree with your points because they are smart and well thought out and my only my only you know a rebuttal is that i often have case scenarios where my lowest power lane is the dracula lane so hmm. having her jump there is very good <laughs> so that's entirely fair a lot of my problem
1: with this card has since america left has been Mm -hmm. the counter synergy between dracula and swarm yes and when you want to play those cards so i get that Um, that's been tricky i I understand that that would like totally do it but a like if i'm doing my dracula lane right the extra seven power is nice right but i'm winning because i'm throwing a 24 power in there 25 power in there so like it's nice that like that's a 32 power and that's gonna win a fair amount of games i guess but like now i have to figure out what to do with swarm and like the answer might just be and no one's doing this so i don't know if it is um and i don't care enough to figure it out cut swarm for wolverine but um i just i don't think that this is doing the thing that we want discard to do like even dracula at one power right like I only want to be putting power into two lanes. Now I have to figure out something to put in that other lane.
0: I, I don't know. If like, I think you're saying anything wrong, Aaron, but I think sometimes I think discard can sometimes be really inconsistent. I think in the mid range matchups the most, um, like, cause when yeah. it like goes off, it goes off. And if there's decks that don't interact well with that, which, um, in those sort of two tall lanes that you that you um, that you were talking about, then you know, you just win. But I think where discard I found frequently struggles is like when you get into mid-range brawl fests where you are contesting maybe one lane and then it's like a lot closer because you didn't see your apocalypse or this is I think a bigger deal since particularly America was gone, right? There's like these sometimes oh, yeah. awkward games that you get into where like one lane is like discards. And then well maybe one lane's your opponents, and then there's this, like, fight in the middle that is sometimes a Dracula lane, but you don't have a big Dracula payoff. And, like, I think that she can help you in this matchup. She gives you additional outs in a way that, like, drawing another discard enabler is, like, not actually what you want in that matchup. You want some kind of stats that will go on the board, and she... And can be, like, you know, discarded... When she gets discarded Dracula, that's really great, right? Because you get seven plus her on the board, right? So there's like... I think she gives you outs in matchups that you're like... They raise like 30% matchups to 45% matchups. That's not going to massively increase the the win rate of the deck, but it is going to make it more consistent when it runs in a game that's not doing escape plan. So
3: the your argument's was- tempo for her, right? Versus yeah. laying power... How do you mm-hmm. like her, Glazer, if she was Series 4? Series change. 5 what, is silly.
1: Oh, well, what uh, she should be Series 4, but I think what changes yeah. her, for me, what makes her really good, um, we saw that when they accidentally changed Miak's text but didn't change his ability. Where, oh, yeah. Um, the discard basically gave him Nightcrawler the turn after you discard. Yeah, that'd be crazy. As a choice, and I think that makes Proxima great. Because now I have fundamentally Mm -hmm. a way to move four to six power wherever i want so i can target proxima better and i can i can get her into a lane that i can then move power into after and i think that would make her far more interesting based on how and when you play her than the current meek um i think the current way he works often leads to frustration with her oh yeah
2: yeah, Jeff, it definitely does. I could I could tell you that firsthand. But but if they ever go to make that change to make, I think that would be very good and even better for Proxima. And to piggyback on Roy's point, really quickly, is that I again playing a lot of these games. That mid range, when you get into a mid range bout, you find yourself in a very funky spot with discard. And mm. playing a lot of the quote unquote classic style, like I do, like I like to do. Uh, Which has been challenging since you know the hit to America Chavez is if you don't have Morbius or Dracula somewhere, you're not in a good place, right? You're not doing well with board state, so you need one of those two pieces to be doing something. And if you only have one of them on the board, then you need to be able to fight somewhere else with some sort of power. And I think while again, you know, I am hyping her up a little bit, but I know she's not through the moon a fantastic card overall. But I do think that she offers that little bit of extra flexibility to help the archetype going forward. And again, like you said, like you just said, that change to meek would <laughs> that would make it even better.
3: That'd be fun. That'd be like move oh, discard. Yeah. But I think you like. I guess her hair matches your shirt color. Well, you know, so there's like a little <laughs> bit of little bias here. I'm but like, well, would you drop fair. to put her in? Would, what would, what's what's your flex spot? Would you drop to put
2: her in? I believe because the deck that I'm running now has that. Co- her and gambit are both in this deck that i have that i've made that i posted on my youtube uh yesterday or today actually um but i think the card that i ended up cutting was was hell because i was just kind of i threw a deck together that was like oh discard everything and i put hell Cow and all the stuff in there all the not uh, silliness or actually it might have been even black cat because i was putting black cat i was like oh let me see how this works and then hell Cow was still in it and i took out hell Cow, put in Modoc, but those were like the flexible kind of spots. There are still a couple of flex spots that exist that you can use, tech, put in some tech stuff. But I didn't have to think much about it because Black Cat was in that spot, and she shouldn't have been there. But I was just messing around with some stuff, and I was like, "Oh well, yeah, take Black Cat out, put in Proxima, no problem." So yeah. she's she she like you have both said she's not necessarily winning me games, but I think there's a there's directly. But there's an avenue where she, may ch- she changes my opponent's direction that they go sometimes, where they're like, okay, well, that's seven points of power I wasn't expecting. I had to deal with there. So maybe I have to pivot. I have to pivot now in a different direction that maybe changes the course of their play line for the rest of the game, which is enough yeah. to win some games. I like the Black Cat sub. I've been playing, when I've been playing, though, I've been putting in that Black Cat,
3: uh, what is that, Momoko Venomized, just because it's pretty. Oh so, well, um, sure, of course. Yeah, <laughs> not strats. Just you know, just I'm, I'm pulling up my Untapped to see what my Proxima stats are now to see if I'm. I'm, Don't do that. I'm shaming her unfairly.
2: <laughs> Don't look at the numbers. Well, I,
0: I think also, sort of, uh, maybe for me, a sort of final thought is uh, this might be a very controversial thing. I think Marvel Snap needs more cards like Proxima Midnight, um, which is sort of cards that sort of improve the archetype for lovers of it and aren't necessarily these splashy must acquire instantly cards. Now I think this cuts against their, like they want you to spend money every week to get the new card, uh, philosophy of releasing like, you know, cards at the sort of drip basis that they do. But I, I, I do like weeks where sort of, uh, snap is like, okay, this is a card for discard enjoyers. And, you know, this is a card for, uh, high evolutionary enjoyers like where they're just like mm-hmm. All right, the architect needs a little bit more gas let's give them this card and see, where, and see where it ends up and people who don't necessarily love it don't have to buy it um, yeah it's an
2: easy pass I, for them I whenever love that. They, yeah whenever that comes up it's just an easy pass I, I like that too because again that means that everybody doesn't always have to get the next card that comes out it just creates a little bit more you know parity in that way definitely <laughs>
0: definitely all right. Any other thoughts about Carrie Coon's oh, character from Infinity War?
3: Uh, I just looked at my uh, conquest stats, and I oh, I I'm gonna have to re rank her all of a sudden. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, oh god! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are, are you getting killed with her?
3: No, crushing, crushing with her.
0: there just, we go. Just, yeah, it's talking. just the hella.
3: It's the Lambie deck. I mean, that's all it, it is.
2: It just, right. It's. It yeah, doesn't count. Yeah. And yeah. I mean,
0: numbers yeah. never lie, right? So all right. Yeah. <laughs> let's Ever. move on. Speaking of numbers, though, to the OTA. All right, this is the oh, big boy. ticket item of the week. All right, lots mm-hmm. of changes. All right, Darkhawk from four to five, but gaining four base power. Uh, Forge becomes a 2-2. The big, big, big dog himself, Lockjaw, is now is now. Zabu lost a best friend in Dark Hawk and gains a best friend in Lockjaw. So Zabu still on top. Uh, Lockjaw is now a 4-5. Uh, Adam Warlock <laughs> yeah. goes from being a 2-0 to a 5-4. Ant-Man stays as a 1-1, one, one, but now gives plus 4 power when his lane is full. Uh, on your side, America Chavez, same text, but she's now a 1-2. Uh Ooh, very interesting, uh, Swordmaster. In honor of the release of Final uh, Fantasy VII Rebirth, the sort of uh, cloud at home of C of the Swordmaster, excuse me, is now a three-seven. And then all Second getter seems to want is for Vulture to happen, so Vulture becomes one of the <laughs> most powerful self-buffing cards. He stays a three-three, but now when he moves. He gets plus six power. God. All right, friends. This is probably one of the biggest OTAs in several months. Mm. Uh, what do we think? I mean, Darkhawk, All right, buddy. Let's go card by card.
1: All right. This is important. This is like our main thing. We'll take more time on this than anything. This is too oh, big. Yeah. yeah. So um, Dark Darkhawk, go.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. first thoughts are... Yes, everybody's ready to say "scream from the rooftops." Oh, Darkhawk is dead and R.I.P. Darkhawk. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Just because he doesn't work with Zabu directly anymore does not mean this card is dead. He now just fits more in range with cards like Ronin, my homie, and Devil Dinosaur. Like he has a four base power, which now means to address Darkhawk on the other side, Shang Chi is the first option. Whereas before you could Shang, you could enchantress rogue and any of those options are great because you left your opponent with a dead card on the other side zero power now four power base is not insignificant granted you don't want to lose all the extra power off of the card but now you still have a card that's sitting at four base power can swing you can still win you a lane like it four points we we've all lost one point lanes in 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 Marvel snap but i think this is not necessarily this in my opinion this is not necessarily a nerf this is more of a side grade cool. where now the card gets more flexible in a way and again you can't use it with zabu okay yes i understand that but it's still going to be it's now stronger and is going to create a little bit more creativity in deck building although it still just probably goes in that dark hog zabu dark you know good cards, Miss Marvel, Mystique. That deck probably still remains unchanged and is still just good with Darkhawk in it, is my opinion.
3: Cable, please. Uh, yeah, I'm going more side grade too with Flash. I, I think that like, playing Darkhawk on five feels like I'd have to like juice him up and so telegraphed that I don't know how big he actually gets um so i i mean I, I do like dark Hawk, but this is probably gonna cause me to rethink like so this is a side grade stat wise but i mean what's my turn six option right like i'm gonna mystique him i don't think i'm gonna do that like are we gonna just throw a bunch of rocks in kind of final turn so
2: he, i don't know he feels, it feels to- I mean, to to quickly piggyback on that, Cables, I think you could do that because that's often what I did. When I was playing Ronin, I was winning a crap ton of games with that deck. That was my play line. I played Ronin on five, and on turn six, I played Mystique plus uh, Maximus or plus Master Mold or whatever, and that won me a crap load of games. And I think that's a play line that... Could now exist for Darkhawk. But you also have to remember. A lot of people sometimes play Darkhawk late anyway. Even if you were playing Zabu Darkhawk. A lot of people generally didn't play Darkhawk on turn 3 anyway. You still want to play Rock Slide. You still want to get all that stuff into your opponent's deck. And save Darkhawk for a later turn play. Yes. Him being 5 cost and not working with Zabu anymore. Means that you can't slam Mystique and Darkhawk down on the same turn. So. Too bad, so sad for that, but I still think there's a strong avenue endgame, you know, in a match that still is there for Darkhawk. So
1: I think what we're missing here is that Dark Hawk was separated from other packages because basically every package now has a five drop that it wants. You can play Dark Hawk conceivably on turn six, but that's I mean look, you're gonna have to play Darkhawk on turn six if you wanna play Annihilus, if you wanna play Jane. If you want to play a lot of different cards that were previously really, really good with Darkhawk, that no longer works. Leech, for example, is no Mm. longer a card you can play with Darkhawk. Outside of Thanos, Devil Dinosaur isn't really a turn 5 play. Devil Dinosaur is a turn 6 play. And I see a lot of that happening with Darkhawk going forward. I think he's still going to be good, but I don't think he... I think he's... um, I mean, look, he's worse. He's uh, 4 to 5 is just worse like exponentially seriously worse whether his ability is worse or not when you can play it in the game what other cards affect it and so on make it a significantly worse card so i think darkhawk is like definitely worse um it's also worth noting like tomorrow's deck or yesterday's deck by the time this goes live is a bounce darkhawk list and like as i'm looking at the list i'm like i mean previously i could just run bast and basically get three quarters of the way and he'd be a four three right and then i would get to pump up my whole board like that kind of play is gone this is this is losing a lot he's still great but like he went from one of the top five ish cards in the game to probably one of the top 25 ish cards in the game and that's the top 25 ish cards in the game as weird as this sounds don't always see play like only Mm. the very best really do and i'm not sure where he lands on that list anymore
3: yeah he's definitely out of bounds that's for sure. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's for sure. And I, I, I do think the he needed 68%? to come down. What he made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he stood at the top of a hill for a long time now. I think it's about time he took a notch down. <laughs> I think he just
0: becomes uh, the payoff five, like in that crew with yeah. Devil Dino, right? And I think the biggest loss is he he lose access to both of the best cost reductors in the game. I mean, except, oh, I guess Ravonna. two of the three, Sarah and, um, and Zabu, and um, what is Ravona? Ravona, Ravona. I was forgetting what her name was. Right, like, and the the redundancy that the Zabu package really gained um, when when Ravona was printed, Darkhawk was Ooh. a big part of that, right? And so that moving to five and just being hard turned off. It's not even just that this was moved to five, and thus you lose access to Zabu, but you still remain you still have access to uh, Ravonna. Th- those are just both gone, right? I mean, the only cost reduction, of the good cost redu- reducers, the only one that this is good with is Sarah. And whether that's good or not, good enough or not is a question, right? Um, um, and so... Wonders. Oh, go, go ahead, it,
3: Gables. Sorry, as Department as Wonders, too, like, some of these changes feel like setups for next season pass, next season's mm. cards. So, you know, the plus energy on your side of the board, like... So I, mm. I, I wonder if in testing they just saw Dark Hawk scaling so huge that they thought, "Oh, we've got to tweak him now because next season be filthy with like hope." Or maybe that's part of the the rationale for the the change. But yeah, the Feeling point filthy of... with hope. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Hope, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I agree with Roy. I think you lose all the ways to kind of to cheat him out, and all the the synergy cards to bring down the power of Vona, the Sarahs, the Zaboos. It's it's it is a side grade, just like the card by itself, like power. But tempo is oh, yeah. where I see it you know, being the the hit. You and to definitely build cables, their
0: tempo, I think, is what separated Darkhawk from the other sort of generic mid range cards. He was just a with all the tools to reduce him, he was just a really powerful tempo play because he was, I think by this point in the game, Darkhawk was ever the most powerful thing that you could do. He was kind of the most mm-hmm. consistent thing you could do, I guess.
1: So we- Glenn says that the reason they finally did this is because as soon as they nerfed Blob, almost every day Darkhawk had the highest win rate in the game.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah. he has access to data that we can all never prove nor disprove. So um, I'm just going from from uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what i was saying so now i just think that he is just you know in a good he's just like a good powerful card don't count him out but
2: don't necessarily count him yeah. in either yeah, yeah that's true and and before blob got nerfed how many games did you play where every other game felt like corgon turn one okay here we go like that's a lot of games of snap were that for so- a while before blob came out at least a couple of weeks so I think that's important, too, right?
1: Like, I love Darkhawk. I play a lot of Darkhawk decks. My oldest made deck is a Darkhawk deck. But all that said, Darkhawk was one of the best cards in the game for a year. It's fine to be a different card
2: now. Yeah, agreed.
0: All right. Well, he also now has synergy with the next card. Oh,
2: uh, boy.
0: Yeah. I mean, all cards do, <laughs> but
2: Forge. 2-2. <laughs> two, two. It's a nerf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I'll I'll jump in on that just because the other the other community that I'm a card carrying member of is the destroy community. Um those are my two favorite archetypes in the game destroy and discard and this is definitely a look destroy is why forge is on this list. Let's be honest. He's in bounce lists, but bounce is not how we ended up <laughs> in this OTA. Um there's forge is here because on turn 2 you can do forge and Deadpool. Let's be honest. Um and that's a very strong thing to be doing. Activating Deadpool that early in the game is just strong. Granted, yes, I love destroy and I hate to see that turn kind of go, but at the same time it needed to happen. Um, What's up? I will also say that uh, a few people have asked, you know, and asked me specifically, well, what do you put in now if you're going to take out forge or what? what are you looking to try as an option? And for me, it's quite simple. Well, some people might try Chavez, which would be interesting, but we'll get there. But I think that for me, it was easy because I don't have Hulkbuster in any of my builds of Destroy right now. So I just took Forge out and put Hulkbuster in. So it's kind of an easy swap. So a lot of people have Hulkbuster, but for me, I didn't. So now I'm just taking Forge out and putting in Hulkbuster. So kind of easy for me, but it is definitely a big nerf for him in the Destroy archetype. Um and probably so a little bit in bounce too because bounce that this means now he can't get hit by Falcon, so that's also a thing as well.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on Team Nerf for this. Uh, Forge and destroy staple, forge and move staple, forge and bounce staple, forge and surfer staple. That's right. Um, I forgot about that. And I actually didn't mind when I Killmongered my own forge later in the game for more no. space. Um, yep. Yeah. So oh, that's true. Yeah. And I just got the Hellfire Gala inked with the Rainbow Kirby Crackle, and he's gonna go in the museum for a little bit. Um, yeah. This one, this one, probably to me of all the cards, I know we'll cover them all. This one hurts the most because I am. I'm a forge. I like X Force. Uh, so Forge is from, from, uh, X-Men, X-Force universe. And, uh, this yeah. one is like the harshest of oh, all the
1: cables. held <laughs> o- old Old. Cause,
3: cause old. is not
1: Forge an answer. Is, is it? Forge is from X-Factor, <laughs> not X-Force. Let's get that right. No,
3: no, 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 no I'm going to send you a list. He, he's, no, he's, he's,
1: in, he's in modern X-Force. You're too yeah. young for that. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. He's, Forge is an X-Factor character. I,
3: I, I'm going right. to fight you on this. I'm going to fight you this. One. It, uh but I do think it is a nerf and all the decks that I've got Definitely him in right now yeah. he's going to get yoinked after this. Yeah he's because
2: and you made up a great point mentioning Killmonger because playing him in destroy which you know we loved having him as a target for Killmonger because like, that's like that's another target for Killmonger, another notch for for death. Perfect. But losing that is going to hurt a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um, For me, I think this is, of all of these, the most it feels like a temporary change, I guess you could say. Um, Aaron um, talked about cards taking a break uh, with Darkhawk. I think this is actually most feels like Forge is taking a break. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's some future OTA that they want to buff, easy buff, destroy, that Forge will go back to being a 1-1. Like it just sort of feels like, okay, let's take some of the heat out of Destroy, which is consistently proving to be <laughs> one of the most consistent decks. Oh, yeah. um, and with minimal impact on the deck because it's popular, features a character that we're pretty soon going to want to sell uh, a season around with a movie coming out. And if, like, mm-hmm. there's like, let's just sort of not completely blow up the archetype, but take some of the heat out, create some space for these other cards. And then, Maybe we can easily reduce Forge. It won't be a huge like mess with our players. Like It's not a fundamental redesign of Forge compared to, say, Darkhawk, which does feel to me like they're going to kind of permanently leave Darkhawk here. Or the Lockjaw one we're going to talk about, which feels like very much this could be a permanent uh, fix to Darkhawk and a mm-hmm. permanent fix to, to Lockjaw. Or at least they're trying to find one, right? This, to me, feels like a temporary OTA change to
3: spice up the meta That's yeah i do like I, I told glazer i love messy otas and this is a messy ota <gasps> so I, I, the the messier, the better for me i am be trying to think like is there like a c2 version of forge but not really oh, uh, because of his, so, his ability no
1: no no where he goes is um he still goes in the brood patriot deck yeah like, where you can just go forge into brood into absorbment or forge into Sinister into into absorbment. That he's still the only card that does that consistently. That's his home. He doesn't yeah. go anywhere else, but no. he still yeah. there. And, and you yeah. know what the secret saddest card is for uh, forge getting changed? Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride is so sad right now. Oh, like, she was on her last legs, yeah. and yeah. she's just
4: like, oh no,
2: the, I want that Elsa buff. Yeah, seriously, agreed that
1: they've told us was coming and then never made. Yeah
3: yes uh og bounce uh oh, just don't get me started uh I, I like og bounce most all right lockjaw Oof.
4: Four um or five. i think it's
3: awesome
1: uh, uh, <laughs> wait the card I, is uh, bad now awesome no. and you because you hated it or the card is better now like i, I well, also awesome how content i
3: don't care so thanos lockjaw if i'm I'll just ramp him out. I don't care. I, I, it's, I'll dump Jeff. I'll throw in Psylocke. I think I'm, I'm fine.
2: I, yeah, you're not wrong. It is, I like the nerf just because this needed to take a hit. But now are we having a conversation where all the people playing Lockjaw are like, okay, I'll just play Zabu now. Like, okay. And now the, and now the card is back to where it was with three extra points of power. Now we're, now we're asking ourselves that question. Now do they, do they take those decks, some of them at least, and just slightly rework them and, and find a place to put in Zabu? That's the question. And if the answer yeah, is yes, and they can do it, now we're in a worse place because the card has more power.
3: I, I like Zabu into it. I like Psylocke into it. Zabu ah. Cole has synergy. Jesus. Zabu Shang has synergy. <laughs> um, so here we go. I'm good with a Thanos cook here.
1: Um, uh, Lambie and the first of the Italians that have played it said it's not good in Thanos anymore. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe them yet, Um, but they said it's not good in Thanos anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe, however, anything the Italians tell me until <laughs> after the johnson cup ends um sunday's video by the way will be me exclusively getting all the deck all the decks from the finals of the johnson cup um, nice because those are my peoples but um <laughs> until that tournament happens because i'm friends with both of the finalist teams i might be getting a little bit of disinformation but Lambie has no reason to lie Lambie thinks it's bad he basically immediately cut it um km also cut it immediately but i think he mm. cut it because Lambie cut it i'm um, i think that's their group chats decision um they just so i I, my gut says that it goes out of hella and it doesn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of real good homes but i think it's still like i think there's ways to still make it really good in thanos um and i don't think they're complicated right like i think it's just you run psylocke um Right. you end up having to cut mobius right so you or whatever other extra three you want to maybe kyra so you run psylocke um you obviously have time stone and then you run uh black swan and you play one of those on turn three right and then you win
3: yeah yeah right? like, back in the day we had to ramp into prof x on four yeah. i mean and, but my, i have no problem ramping into so, lockjaw I, so, if you Timestone
1: or Psylocke, and you have Professor X in the deck, how does your opponent play versus the potential of either Lockjaw or Professor X? Yeah, that is that this, is my immediate logic. Let's see if I it holds.
2: Does, yeah, does this deck does this change to Lockjaw have any impact on the Fledgling Jane Jaw deck? Yeah, because now
1: yeah it doesn't exist,
2: right? That's what I was thinking cuz that's that's bad too for that deck. Cause... Yeah.
3: The the tempo on that's already rough like I right. rarely get two hammers, but I would like this is out of my Jane Jaw decks for sure. But Thanos, yeah. I think I feel I'm okay. Look,
1: if if they killed the cheatness card in Marvel Snap. Like okay. <laughs> so the pro- look, the problem right. with Lockjaw is they they said okay. What used to happen is opponents would play something like Kitty Pride and it would be like turn two and they would snap, right? Or they would play Angela and it would be turn two and they would snap and you wouldn't have draw yet and you would just have to run. Yeah. that here's a- Early play didn't exist anymore so if that early play doesn't exist that can pressure draw out. A three cause draw means that it- you can always wait and see and like, that's dangerous.
2: It's just dangerous. It is. I And here's what might be a hot take. I don't, a card like Lockjaw, I think is excessive for the game for it to even exist. Like Mm -hmm. Quantum Tunnel is fun as a location. It pops up every now and again and you're like, oh yeah, cycle some stuff in and out. It's a fun location ability. I think Lockjaw, I think the, the ability to exist on a card is again, dangerous in a 12 deck card game and sometimes too strong as it has been for the last, I don't know. How long, right? It's it's a dangerous ability to put on a card, but too late to now say, "Oh, we can just take the card out of the game." I think the game would would have been just fine if this card had never existed. Personal take.
3: Agreed. I just got the uh, what is it the Fiona Hirsch uh, variant of it as well. Me too. And I've been trying to get that split, and so I'm I'm gonna stay on Team Lockjaw on my Thanos list, but uh, I will bring them out of it. Place else, I do like though the the chance to counter Hella with like Thanos like control or Thanos lockdown with that old school ramp kind of laser point of like, am I gonna put X? Am I gonna put power down on the board? I think it still has some some synergy. And like I would cut Jeff before I cut Lockjaw. I think
0: a big question for Lockjaw decks is how much of an opportunity cost is putting Zabu in your deck, um, and with Darkhawk going away, that's an additional sort of like how strong is a mid range package? And because once you include Zabu, do you really want Lockjaw to be your only Zabu target? And what other like there's like a lot of cascading things from it. And I do think some of the big minds like Lambie and Cambest and other folks in like those kind of circles may eventually figure out like the right four drop package to include alongside lock jaw. And yep. then I think he'll just be, you know, a good stuff card. Like it may not be hella. Mm-hmm. It may be mm-hmm. some other, like more sort of consistent jaw versus casino yep. jaw. Um, of which he's just an enabler to bring a bunch okay. of your forecasts and like a few, a Magneto or whatever, yeah. like big, but like reliable top end card. Excuse me. Um, that's where I kind of see Lockjaw moving. And I think that deck may end up being stronger than the casino version simply because he it like this version of Lockjaw wins close games better. Like yeah. if you push Lockjaw in a mid-range direction with pushing towards Zabu and pushing towards mm-hmm. four drops, um giving him five power is dangerous. And it's just <laughs> interesting to me because they clearly like don't want this card to be unplayable or Not even unplayable. Mm -hmm. Like, don't want this card to be, like... What's the term I'm looking for? Like, fixed, I guess you could say. Like, where its it's, it's power becomes more flat. flat, Right? Mm Because if it was the, like... Keep old Lockjaw, but it's once per game. Is a very... Like, that's kind of like saying, okay... Lockjaw as we knew it as Archetype is dead. It's this cool effect that you can try to build around. But it's not going to be the engine of a deck. Mm -hmm. This is still asking you to make it the engine of a deck. It may not end up being Thanos. We may finally see... Thanos and Lockjaw break up, which I would absolutely love. I have hated Thanos Lockjaw since like <laughs> 2022. Whatever. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that this card no. dies. It just it's waiting for the numbers people and the the sort of the grinders to find the right four drop package to go alongside. It, is my argument?
3: Yeah, I, I will I, say I love that you stole Magneto it though. Like, there's no more fun in the oh, world yeah. than when you're playing against a uh, Lockjaw. Oh, yeah. and you yoink Magneto's it and, yeah and they mm-hmm. put the card into the lockjaw lane they didn't want to put in the lockjaw lane so the the, the four cost is yeah. still still fun.
2: Magneto will always be S tier in my book but to, my last point on it to piggyback on Roy is because he brought up a great point I knew exactly where he was going as soon as he started talking is that I think lockjaw fits in a new deck that we don't know what it is yet Um, I think there's a build of this card in this form that Exist with Zabu and some other stuff that are people are going to figure out whatever the new thing is of it, and I will do some testing with it myself because I think there's something there that we don't know what it is yet. It just doesn't go where it used to, right? So, like, like you said, it probably breaks up with Thanos finally, which is great. It's effectively now dead. That Jane Jaw deck doesn't really exis- exist exists in the same format, which means that deck is going to now need some sort of rework, which is fun right? Because now that the creative juices get to kind of get, you know, can flow a little bit where people are like, okay, well, what does that deck look like now? It's now not a Jane Jaw deck, right? It's a, it's a whatever it is. Type All of Thors. Deck. All Thors, right? So that build, that's going to need some sort of playing around with. But I think there is a new build that not necessarily centers around Lockjaw, but kind of a Lockjaw Zabu package with some other fours and some other big things that you can cheat out there's something we just don't know what it is yet all, all
1: right all right next up we can do this one quickly and warlock uh, still sucks <laughs> anyone want to argue that Adam warlock I doesn't mean, still okay. sucks
2: I've oh, uh, so someone... I've built I've built decks on stream and I don't know if cable not. has been around for some of those you have where not. I got my little <laughs> agents of warlock deck where I like let's make this card work and I, we were trying to make it work at two zero and it kind of worked here and there we got to, we stole some wins because it had a lower warlock, win
1: rate than Agatha
2: <laughs> Adam Warlock is dangerous <laughs> at two zero because even at two one because drawing one extra card over the course of a game is already value so Ooh. but it's going to get even funkier now at five because what else are you putting around with this card to make it work where do you put this card where you're like yeah i want to play adam warlock instead of dark hawk or ronin or devil dinosaur or Cerebro Four? <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> oh boy <laughs>
1: In the
0: U.S. I, that's the answer it's not two, good but yeah oh right cerebro four need,
3: it needs those buffs <laughs> i saw a really good cook of adam Warlock in the this old stat line in a martyr ravona galactus cheat. um oh but th- this to me uh can we cuss on the internet uh this is how to make a shittier card shittier uh, <laughs> it's not I,
1: shittier it's not worse it's, it's 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 bad. It's yeah, un- I don't think
3: it's
2: worse. I just uh, think it's I, still yeah, not I, good.
3: I shan't I shan't be playing Adam Adam Warlock. <laughs>
2: there are too many other good fives. That's the problem. Where do you There's fit
3: this in? Too many better ones. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, <laughs> well, I think where Adam Warlock was best, right, was like being really cheap with him early and like having a one drop and usually combo decks, right? Like find some Board. kind of like if one drop, you know, like, and then you would put more or more like in YOLO. Right. Um And hopefully draw a card, right. Or force your opponent to commit into a lane. So you don't draw a card. Right. I don't know if that like kind of the only successful play pattern for Adam Warlock at five cost is like what you do. It's just sort of, make see two cards on the last turn dot card like That's, and which could be powerful right for some decks but it can be it, it yeah i don't know it's a it's a weird card i would not be surprised if someone figures out i think giving it four power yeah. and having yeah. like native power like makes the card stronger in many ways and makes it like makes it a more fun card to try to build around than the two zero and that's makes the card better in some ways so
2: there we go. in some ways yes but i i also think that this is the last stop on the adam warlock train because if this doesn't work the card is already as they've hinted at this, this card is already on its way to a full rework this is just the last stop on that train of this is it or bust pretty much See, this is where I disagree with them, though. There's no reason to rework this card. Like, just let this card
0: exist. Like, because some people get... joy. Like, this is a frustrating thing, and I said this every no, time they're true. about OTAs. Like, there should be bad cards. There should be weird cards that somebody on Twitter will make themselves Adam Warlock enjoyer, and that's their entire life, is, like, enjoying playing bad Adam Warlock decks, and those people need to exist. And just constantly tweaking cards and breaking the heart of the card I think is taking the OTA philosophy way too far. At least, again, that's my lonely. lonely I actually agree with that.
2: I don't disagree as somebody who tried to make Adam Warlock work and almost kind of did in a certain way. I don't disagree. Sometimes cards like this, you know, I used to play a lot of Magic, right? I was a former Magic player before I got to Snap. And sometimes, and because the pool of cards is much bigger in Magic, obviously, but there just needs to be, every card can't be a banger. Like, some cards just have to exist, and they have to be funky and weird, and it's like, oh, Havoc is another prime example of that. Love Havoc. Yeah, Havoc's great, but a lot of people don't know how to function the card properly and just assume it's terrible. But cards need to exist like that to just kind of be fun and mess around with. Everything doesn't have to be Miss Marvel.
3: Yeah, and, I, I, I'm with you on that one. I just with 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 Adam Warlock. I go back to the the point that Roy made. Just let people enjoy their cards. Like the people that cooked Quake to be viable, right? Like the, that's the fun right. of yeah. like the big brains out there. So maybe somebody cooks. I don't know, Zabu, Fury, you know, I'll
4: Draw sure Adam
3: Okay, that's yeah, maybe. That's Probably answer, had something. something. Um, he's got like great variants, so that he's got that oh, going man. for him. But uh, yeah, yeah that? Um, I'm not sad about this. This one's more of a meme to me than anything else. Agreed.
0: And I think this card is really like thematically well designed. It's mysterious, kind of sucks, and only weirdos really love it. So like that is like Adam Warlock as a character, and that is like matches the card. So. But Agreed. we should probably move on to Ant-Man. So Ant-Man gets plus one power from his ability. Uh, Cables, what do you think about... Uh, I think this is Scott Lang Ant-Man uh, here. Uh, mm-hmm. So what do we think about Scott or Hank or whichever Ant-Man is in the suit in Marvel Snap? It, yeah, this is Scott.
3: Yeah, I, I think this is great. I think Zoo, um, I think Spectrum ongoing. Oh. Um uh, I think if you want to get weird, you know, and, and buff a lane and then throw Venom on late, you know, like like you Ooh. can do some weird stuff maybe with the guard. But like, I, I think it's great. Like Zoo's the obvious home for me uh, for Ant-Man. Um, it, I can I know, maybe I like see that. it in some bounce with, with old school Elsa. But yeah, I think it's just nice love to a, a low stat card. So just slight power Ooh. adjustment.
2: Yeah, I I agree with that. I don't think it's necessarily. It's not good. Look, small changes like this aren't necessarily pushing pushing the needle much. But again, as we've spoke about at great length over the you know year and some change that the game has been out for global release, one point of power swings a more you know a larger percentage of Marvel Snap games than a lot of people think. So. Is this ba- is this like some big change? No, is it fine? Yeah, is it is it better in the decks that you play this card? Of course it is. It's one point extra power. That's always just going to be better, but it's not going to make anybody rush and play Ant Man. But if you were still if you were playing Ant Man today, you're gonna love to play Ant Man tomorrow, pretty much.
1: Uh, the Phil Woodward deck is phenomenal. I think it's, yeah, it is. Like with so much nerfed out of the meta. That deck, um, which is basically a play um whatchamacallit, play bishop, play Kazar, play Black Swan, play a bunch of zeros and hit monkey, win. Um it puts twenty in every lane and having just a That's slightly stronger beat. yeah, a slightly stronger ant man is great. You get power that your opponent doesn't know where it's going to be. They can't super interact with outside of uh, Professor X, Eliath, and Storm. Those are like the three that really, really screw you. Although, uh, if anyone bothered to play Super Giant, Super Giant's probably great right now. Um, Killmonger style, without without, without, without you, priority, you unless they're running um, Ghost. It's ba- basically impossible to attract priority. You're playing two cards. You're playing uh, by turn five. You're playing <laughs> three cards one. at most, yeah. maybe four. Cause once in a while you drop a sunspot just because you float so much energy that you drop a sunspot early, but like, and you can just like, I play all of them in one lane as best I can. Yeah. It's just like, it's I want to board. put three in that lane and just be like, all right, if I lose this lane, fine. Like Bishop's still going to grow, but you better put some real power
2: there. That still just works. And as I, you know, I've had some safety blade was hanging out on my stream the other night. And you know, we were, some of us were chit chatting about points in a lane the amount of points is around the fifteen to twenty point average. You should be expecting yeah. to want to win a lane in Marvel Snap, right? Yeah. So, yeah, this that deck that, like I said, that that Woodward Zoo deck is puts out so much power. You're talking about upwards of twenty power. That's not anything to sneeze at, right? So that's that's a yeah. lot of power that wins you game of game, wins you games of Marvel Snap. Period. It's, it's,
1: I think it's one of the best decks. I think that specific version is one of the best versions. It's worth playing. It's worth knowing. No yeah, doubt. I've got it
3: in my, my current deck list and run it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm.
1: It's what I've had most success with since the patch two. I played a reasonable, nothing like crazy, but I played a reasonable amount today to try and get a feel before the episode. Um, and it's one of the best things I played. Yeah. It like it dies to hella. Uh, not hella it, it actually can beat hella it dies to um what i meant was hella enjoy your tribunal bullshit but outside oh, of that yeah. it's pretty damn good
2: a lot of things loose to that yeah that deck is stupid when that um, thing when that deck the, goes off next it's next almost unbeatable yeah.
1: yeah that's that's <laughs> gonna be the next bad guy that everyone complains about i'm waiting
2: for it oh it's coming <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all
1: right next america chavez i don't care I don't think this is good. Sorry. Anyone?
2: Nobody cares because she's not going back to the way she used to be. So I still don't care. Uh, One, two, though, is makes her a little bit more playable somewhere. I don't know where, but maybe the people like I mentioned before about destroy, maybe the people who were already running Hulkbuster and forge in their decks, maybe they take out forge and try to see if America Chavez works there in some funky way, because if you don't have Deadpool in your hand or Wolverine or something on turn one and you play her, Maybe you get lucky, but we don't like maybes in destroy. We like things to actually happen. So I don't know where she yeah. fits.
1: <laughs> uh, the same patriot deck potential because it runs yeah. Iron Man, it runs bullshit. But like even then, you probably just run a better guard, right? Like you'd rather have Ravona.
2: Ah, of course.
1: So yeah. But when having, I saw the change,
2: yeah, one one turn playing it on turn one, giving you something that gives you, you a higher you know probability of hitting something that you want. So that's at least better.
3: Yeah. the mm-hmm. only place
2: I like it is bounce,
3: uh, and just cycling her a couple of times. But it's it's just like more steps. She can get with, hit by Falcon now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'd Falcon her, I'd beast her but I, I'm not gonna play her in bounce. But that's where my mind went when I War first time. saw the change. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, she she goes in bounce, I guess, but I'm not gonna put her in my that, bounce that, lists. At,
1: at that point, yeah. she's just Hawkeye with more steps.
3: Yeah, I I, I love Hawkeye and bounce. Um, Man, yeah isn't you Hawkeye with less steps
0: because you don't have to play the card like specifically in a lane?
1: Sure. But like, you have to still play the other card. What if you don't want to play it? Hawkeye, you already played, right?
0: That's fair. I don't know. I I just think it's better as a one than a two. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely better for for sure. sure. Whatever. People might
0: find some use for America. This is still, I think the greatest thought crime committed in Marvel snap is what they did to America. Like, my girl, my best variants, my best splits.
3: How like many all... splits did you have? What oh, were you up to? I was twenty-seven. I was twenty-seven when they. I,
2: I, they. I was like fifteen yeah. or something. I think something yeah, like that. I had, I had a few myself. I had quite a few. Like, yeah, and I, I had the
0: everything. The oh my god, the Young Avengers artist, who's McKel- McKelvey art, like oh. which was my first variant in the in the that I ever opened. helped get me hooked on Marvel Snap and just rotten in my collection
2: yep. yeah my first split of her I think was the uh, when she was in the, the pride bundle that was the mm-hmm. first good split one. of her that I had yeah the way that I got I got a gold back for that one but yeah I got a lot of splits of her
3: <laughs> I've, I've got her gold inked curvied everywhere left right center the venomized one the pride one the
2: yeah,
3: the because we I had her in
2: almost every deck we were every
3: watching. single deck <laughs> and I probably still have 2000 boosters for her she just is sitting in the, the collection many do I have there yeah. you go speaking of sitting
0: in the collection uh we've got cloud strife at home Swordmaster. Yeah. all right zach. it's <laughs> zach yeah it's definitely zach it's really zach and oma for being really sad <laughs> um all right so he's now at three seven uh same other text otherwise uh flash what do you what do you think of uh big sword boy
2: here I think this is necessary. Um, in the in the past couple of weeks, I have been saying that Swordmaster could easily go to a three seven um, with no problem because of all the power creep and all the other better discard options that have existed since you know nine months ago. But I is he playable in a discard deck right now? Maybe. I would try it at least because seven, I've tried decks just recently where I said, okay, because discard has the biggest base stat sticks out of any of the archetypes, because most of the other archetypes need the power to grow on the cards in some fashion, whether it be, you know, static with destroy or ongoing with some of the other decks, it has to grow in some fashion. Discard because of the downside of the cards just has big stat sticks one threes two fours three fives you know four eights it's and now a three seven you could just play a stat based discard game and just win some games of Marvel Snap in a very fun fashion because your opponent has absolutely no clue what you're doing so you put if you put just a bunch of big cards that have no downside in terms of their power being interacted with that you can't shung them and you can't enchantress or rogue them. And you just have big stat sticks. Sometimes you just win because you're catching your opponent off guard. And that's fun sometimes to play around with. Um, is he good now? No, but he's, I I have a, he's, he's more fun because he's now a three seven. So I don't know. Take that for what you will.
1: (laughs) So I have a theory. I haven't made it. And I came up with it literally 30 seconds ago. So it might not work. Right. But, uh, Strong guy likes an empty hand, right? And um, Dokken wants his shard discarded. And Gambit is like a 3 8 sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, seems like there might be a Surfer discard list.
2: I like where your head's at. Right? Like,
1: the, on the on fear <laughs> is you cannot play Swordmaster <laughs> until the last turn of the game, no matter sure. what, because if you discard Surfer, you cry real tears. Yeah. Yeah. For real tears. Um, <laughs> But, like, oh, that's a lot of power. But, like, a nine power strong guy, a seven power sword master, an eight power dock and obviously Shaw just because Shaw brood just because brood Sure. It's a lot of fucking power. That is I don't know of- how consistent is Gladi-
2: it is. Is Gladiator in that deck? Probably
1: just because, like, why the fuck not? Right. Um, <laughs> right. Like, uh, just cost three has a lot of power. Yeah. Like, right. Like, just you play it. But, um.
2: Wow, that might be I mean, something.
1: You can't run Corvus, sadly. But no. like, you can run, I mean, almost everything else without too much trouble and just say, all right, we are, like, you run, you don't run Sarah, you probably run two drops instead. And you just say, let's go.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's a banger idea. I am Actually, very willing shit, to. no, you
1: have to run Sarah, because you need to run two discards to. on the last turn. Yeah, you
2: need to be able to, yeah. <laughs> so, still having Sarah in the, I played somebody playing a surfer deck the other night. I they, You know, they didn't win, but, you know, it's still a thing that some people are doing. And, Mm -hmm. hey, a three seven is nothing to sneeze at. And like you said, once some people figure out, well, okay, what else can I do with Swordmaster? He's seven power. I got to be able to do something with him once they figure out, oh, snap, Dakin's a three cost. uh, Man, I could build some surfer stuff around with this. I mean, That's I'm still- definitely
1: not building it right now. I would not be doing that. <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> I would never be building in the middle of a podcast, ah, uh, because I had a good
3: idea. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's a it's a you know it's it's an upgrade. It's a, but it, he should have got three eight. I mean, it should have been. I agree with
2: that too. He could have been three eight too. The yeah. Gladiator
3: stat. Gladiator's got the downside. Swordmaster's got the downside. It should have just been three eight, and would have felt really, really good at three eight.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would have been fine. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of a, you know, I guess not necessarily a power creep. You know, looking at Hellcow, but Hellcow discards two cards, so he's got that downside slash. Either you care or don't care, depending on how you built your deck, depending on how you built your deck. But you know, random discard, a lot of times found itself out of discard because discard just wants things hard targeted, right? Some some ideas that have been tossed around that I've heard recently is that. Naturally, you'd have to come down on his power, but Swordmaster could stand to be reworked in a way where he hits the left most card in your hand, you know, kind of like the counter, you know, the counter, the antithesis to the to, to Blade, where Blade hits the right side of your hand, which I think would be interesting. They probably won't do that, but I think That's that would be interesting. way too strong. Oh, yeah. No, you that would have, be absolutely you can't busted have for I discard. Both. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like it's uh, not going to (laughs) happen. There's too many targeted things already with discard between, you know, Lady Sif and Blade and uh, Colleen Wing and, heck, even Silver Samurai. We've got a lot of targeted discard as it is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Proxima goes in this deck. (laughs) See? Ah, aha. See? Here we go. Now you're talking. I'm, I'm, I'm like
1: two cards away from this deck being set.
2: Now you're talking. That's what I like to hear. <laughs>
3: he's he's building a C7. That's what he's doing. I, I can't <laughs> fit
1: Gambit. It's my real problem. I've only got Swordmaster, so I need a second discard.
2: Yeah, Gambit. Yeah, Gambit's fine. <sighs> See, we're okay with Gambit being random, and that's why I used to tell people before sword before this buff to Swordmaster. I I was telling people, you know, even as a three six, it's bad because. You would just rather play Gambit because you get the random discard. Yeah, you lose three points of power, but Gambit stands to maybe win you the game where Swordmaster does not. So are you seeing Cosmo at all?
3: So I mean there's a case where you could actually put Invisible Woman down, hide your your surfer, hide your hmm. gambit. You know?
2: I've seen like two cosmos in the past like is- week. He should be everywhere with Hella. He's nowhere, so that's he's too hard I, I, I
3: to
1: play against him. Hella.
2: I'm that's a yeah. problem.
1: He's in big dumb idiots. I'm playing him. I'm nah. one card short. Is it just Gambit? It's just Gambit. Okay, I got the list.
2: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know of if this you is
1: the list. All right. So Colleen and Invisible Woman. Uh, Colleen is just at the end of the game. If I've just got a proximate in the hand, let's go. Sure. And uh, sometimes I'll just discard something, Invisible Woman, so I can play my Gambit early. Basically, or I can mm-hmm. play my swordmaster early without a fear. Uh, Shaw Brood Surfer, because obviously Shaw Brood Surfer. Then Swordmaster, Dokken, Um, Strong Guy, Gladiator, Proxima, and Sarah.
2: Nice. I like that. I like that especially because, you know, building it that way with that much base power mm-hmm. at the top end means you don't have to buff brood. Yeah. Um so yeah, exactly. that's... Yeah, I feel like this should be
1: decent.
3: uh hmm. Yeah, a, the invisible ones. The, the play.
1: There's a reasonable chance that Sarah wants to be super giant. Oh, right.
2: Possibly. Like,
1: you can just drop your discard or surfer there.
2: Yeah, super giant stands to get. Nah, that's a card I don't have. Out of like the five cards I don't currently own in the game. But super giant, yeah, I'm, I'm missing a couple. I'm missing. A, I'm just missing just a few, and on, she's one of them. Just yeah, it. I think I think she's good. I think she stands to get better over time. <laughs> I think as people, I think she served her purpose in pe and forcing people to play less leech. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. people that first week, people were just scared of getting super giant played against them and played less leech, and I think. That was enough where she made an impact. So, but she'll be back. She'll be back like in once more people get their hands on the card, et cetera, et cetera, as with a lot of the cards in the game. (laughs) All right.
1: Our last card is Vulture. Vulture now gets plus six. And I'm just going to read you the best bounce list in the game right now. It's Sherry Enjoyer's list. Sherry Enjoyer was, as of this morning, ranked number 15. Yeah, Val got up to 15 by the time I had to go do work Um, with literally this list, which means just playing a bounce move to the top is insane. So uh, I'm just going to say the bounce cards. It's running Beast and Falcon. Everything else is a move card. It's running Ghost Spider, Human Torch, Iron Fist, Dagger, Doctor Strange, uh, Cloak, Vulture. 2099 in Heimdall, and it's one tech card is Enchantress, because fuck that Hella list, basically. Sorry, the Hella enjoyer list is not a Hella list. Fuck that Hella enjoyer list is basically why Enchantress is there. Um, Yeah. I like it. It's good. It got better. Like, it got so better because it was weakish against Hella, because Dagger wasn't great, and Dagger is insane right now.
3: Yeah, this, this card got... Gary, it's about like surferless, but I just go bounce moves or just move. Mm -hmm. I vulture was always my, uh, uh, but I'm Phoenix Force Vulture now, maybe. Ooh, um, and and then just, just throw up Tribunal, like we were doing it with Human Torch. You know, Mm -hmm. I really like the and plus six power is filthy. So, I, I think there's a lot of decks where Vulture just gets. Better and then the synergy with Doctor Strange being cheaper and all the yep. the move cards. I still don't see a role for Herc, but uh, <laughs> I do. I do love love this this buff to move and move bounce, and I will be playing more Vulture than I already play.
2: Yeah, agreed. Like I said, it just gets better. <clears throat> Extra power is always just better. It's still. Even just moving it once, it say it stays under Shang Chi range, and you know personally, if I played more move, move it represents one of the two archetypes in the game that just doesn't work with my brain, so I didn't play a lot of it. The other one is bounce. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's where the two that work for three. my dumb's brain. Those, yeah, those are, my <laughs> right. are my favorites. Move are my favorites. Yeah. See, I I think there's something there where you either can play those two things or you can't. <laughs> But I, I, the card just gets better and it gets better in those lists. And the move, the move archetype is one of those unique things that existed that has existed in the game where once you've learned how to play it really well, it is really strong and hard to interact with. And like, you have to play guessing games on where a card's gonna be. And if your opponent, if your opponent has mastered the archetype, you're kind of screwed if they're just doing all the things that they want to do and yeah, it's like I said it's harder to interact with. You have to just guess right with Shang or a Shadow King and if you don't you lose. Period. So it's just good. (laughs) It's just good if you know what you're doing. It is a tough deck to pilot if you just want to jump in and play. It takes some time. It takes some time to get down for sure but this card is better and the archetype Gets better as a result.
3: Yeah, I love it. I, I, the the ability to to like, the give prow drop prow and make that choice based on your opponent in the matchup, is just great. But yeah, I'm gonna put vulture in my Phoenix Force deck uh, where I was, I was playing you know, forge multiple man or even dagger. Uh, so my, I'm gonna so with vulture you saying that, I have a
2: gold. I do have a question because I've been playing some Phoenix Force recently what are you de- how are you destroying this and when and then when are you playing phoenix force and what does the rest of the end game stat line look like so, um right so
1: i mean it's just you have to phoenix force on 5 at that point unless you get the lucky nico right mm-hmm. and then if you're phoenix forcing on 5 that means you have to play it with ghost spider or um what call it so your phoenix force is going to be a 9 and then You'll move it and give it an immediate plus six. It'll be fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to play it with either Ghost Spider or uh, Iron Fist at that Iron point. Iron Fist, yeah. And then you can get it to a twenty-one because you can only really get one more move if you want to play Tribunal.
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah that's because uh, you can put, put magic that, in. Yeah. Oh, that's good too. And that is a good line. You can, yeah, yeah, you can do on five where you play. You can play Iron Fist and Phoenix Force on turn five, so that is a good point. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and I, I like like the. Um... Was it the, the, the G Deadpool Phoenix force? Oh yeah. That Where one. basically it's like, you, you're gonna either go the destroy Nimrod kind of package,
2: or mm-hmm. you're going to
3: get a great, you know, Phoenix force deck late. This to me yeah. plays right into that play line yeah. of, I have a, a, a greedier move card that I destroy later and I'm just going to pump out like late game turn seven, turn six power. So I, I, yeah. I love the vulture change. Yep.
4: Agreed. Hmm. All right.
1: That is Brian. Unless you have something to add. No, that is an OTA. Let's go to our main subject. We're going to go over every season since spotlight caches. We're not going to talk about every card. We're talking about where the card is in the meta. Now, not where the card was upon release. What is the best card? of each season from the Rise of the Phoenix season on. Everybody understand?
3: Yes. Yeah, this is a tough one. I like this. Well, this one's easy.
1: So the Rise of the Phoenix has five cards. It is the Phoenix Force, which we just talked about. We have Jean Grey, who no one ever talks about. Echo, Echo, Legion, and Mirage.
3: I mean... I have my you favorite answer? locked in. Of
1: course right? You. Oh. What you got? Roy seems confident.
0: It's, we do yeah. it in
3: chat first and then... To, no, so no, it's, no a... <laughs> it's,
0: it's Legion. Like, as much as I love Phoenix Force, like, Legion is the strongest card here currently. It has been since the season actually came out. As much as I hate that card, more than anything. What? Well, yeah. definitely... You hate Legion? I do. I,
3: I, do you hate this Scotty hate Young version?
0: <laughs> yeah, I especially hate the Scotty Young version, actually. so <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I... I Naturally, currently, it's a toss-up between Legion and Phoenix Force, but toss-up being it comes down to those two cards, but it's really Legion, right? Legion was the best card in this season when it came out because all the other cards when this one came out were kind of either meh or just bad at the time. And Legion has still consistently performed well over the course of the time since that season.
1: But what if my name is Jet? (laughs) would that change your answer (laughs) Um, for anyone listening who has no idea what the hell I'm talking about Jet is a Phoenix Force player who is literally doing calculus while the rest of us are like rubbing sticks together and hoping for the it's best true. and have yeah. like all sorts of different situations on how to get x number of like phoenixes into x y lane by playing um ghost Rider in this range right before or after this specific move and you can either get that extra iron the hulkbuster on it or not based on this or that it's completely freaking bonkers yeah and um if you if your name is Jet Phoenix Force is the best card of the season, and if your name yeah. is anyone else, uh, is there an argument for Mirage over Legion because Mirage is in Loki? Probably not. Right? It's still Legion. No, no,
3: Legion's still- standalone card. It's Legion. But like that's where my mind goes. If it's like if it's in a combo, it's Mirage. Uh, Echoes so John it's Cena
1: Phoenix Force, right? Well, if you're Jet, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. When he figured out that Deadpool synergy. Oof. I mean, yeah, that yeah. was for Snap Science, like to, to figure yeah, that nice. and then share it with a full guide was was fantastic. But yeah, yeah, I thought we were all going to pick Legion immediately, so this it's, seemed like an Legion. easy Le- Legion's
1: it's... the right answer. Yeah, right but
2: answer. I love I love Mirage, now, another X Force character. I, I will Blizzard. say, Mirage does sure. tend to get a little bit better next month.
1: Mirage is a New Mutants character. Get it? Like, what are we even doing here? X-Force. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but she, and when she wasn't on the team. Yeah, like no, just she, she came more path, later, Mirage. Much later. She didn't come until like the Burning Man era. All right, Um, The worst card of the season is Jean Grey, yeah?
2: Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: when it released, I think- it felt like Echo was worse, but I think yeah, Echo I mean, was bad at now. one point
2: in time. But Echo was just one of those cards that it's very dependent on what's happening in the game. Because if nobody's playing ongoing cards, Echo is non existent. Now, Jean Grey, you could still kind of fit in here and there, do some cheeky stuff. But if Jean nobody's Gray's playing different. ongoing, yeah. And Jean Grey's got some great variants. So there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. I bought that baby Jean. The oh, new yeah, one the It's very good.
1: One. It was so cute. It was I was like, all right, fine. All right, <laughs> let's do let's do next season. It is time to get big in Japan, just Ooh. like our friends uh D Money and Z are about to do. So, we've got Dakin, Lady Deathstrike, X twenty three, and Silver Samurai. This is another easy one, right? Yeah. It's yep. X twenty yes. three. We all agree. X-23. Yeah, and
0: I got last yeah. week's really awesome X twenty three variant. Uh, oh, nice! Part of opening for Corvus, and yeah, X twenty three. I have three different. It is different yeah,
2: just X twenty three. I like Dakin, but it is just X twenty three. Am I also wrong for wanting Lady Deathstrike to be five powers so she can kill Cyclops? I'm or Just let her be bad. Like, so, like She doesn't have to be bad. I just want yeah, her to be Lady better a
1: terrible against character. one character. Did so, you know she was in yes. X-Force for 20 seconds once? But like... <laughs> Lady Dest-
0: I, I am in full <laughs> agreement. These Like, Lady Deathstrike is a terrible character. I mean, most miscellaneous <laughs> Wolverine <laughs> characters, <laughs>
1: characters are terrible. <laughs> uh but <laughs> there's that's a reason fair. we're still referencing Ogin like 40 years later. No one's invented a good Wolverine character since
3: she's they're all related to, to Wolverine.
0: Uh, yeah, I, guess it's I mean, not good either. The last yeah. good Wolverine
1: character
0: was X-23, X-23, which is yeah. a clone of Wolverine, a female clone of Wolverine.
2: Like, like that's yeah like, Oof.
1: so Oof. yeah. Yeah. Um, Daken is probably the second best here. Or is it Silver silver yeah. It, it's a close toss-up between Daken. the two. It's, it's docking
2: because he goes in more. He goes in more places. Silver <sighs> Samurai is a little niche and so sometimes cool. not great. But
3: Silver Samurai's
2: variant, that one where he's oh, actually, God. The, oh, I had the Nikola. Is it yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah that variant is. Oh.
3: will give
2: one, this month credit it is
0: definitely more interesting than the previous month. Like all four yeah, of these yeah. cards are like cards. I'm like these are cool cards to think about. Think about what they could do. One is really busted. Playable. One is solid.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, like, and they're all so, playable. Okay. But X
3: twenty three is 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 forever. Oh,
2: she's yeah, because she she's a staple card in a very good archetype. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, is indefendable
0: in a lot of other archetypes. So yeah.
1: All right, that was easy. Uh oh Jesus, uh, Loki! This is the bad season that we just recovered from. Like this is the. Like And I think Loki Oof. might... So I'm going to say this quietly. Loki might be the best deck again after that OTA. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm you know to know say that right now. So,
0: so do you know what the answer is for this one, right? Right, guys? Like,
1: It's, it, it's Ravona. No, it's all four of them.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, it is all, like, that's a, the answer is it's is, all four of them. This <laughs> like, season,
1: Jesus Christ. Three of the four cards in this season are better than anything from the previous two seasons. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: at least upon release, Mobius is probably worse than X23 now. Yeah, I... uh,
3: not
2: always
1: like uh, uh, I, I think so.
2: He's more, <laughs> she's just more clunky now,
1: right? She's than he was integral. when he came out. Yeah, she's yeah. more integral to stuff. He's fine. That's, fair. That's uh, fair. Either way, is so is the winner Loki or Alive? Loki. The
0: is all four of these cards. I'm sorry. These you are four of the one.
1: strongest cards in Marvel oh, Snap. Not this go. Like, I'm sorry,
0: yeah. I'm not letting this go. Like there was like the game. Like it's it's it, it this, like, not, this, this season broke the game, though. Literally, this game yeah. that Glazer invented and the game. Like wow. of Marvel
2: Snap. <laughs> like, he's <is> not wrong. <laughs> Dariant <all> was <laughs> overpowered. Loki was overpowered when he came out. Mobius was overpowered. Ravona wasn't overpowered when she came out, but now she's Overpowered, <laughs> very nasty though. So, uh, gee, that took the longest to
3: figure out. Like people to to actually understand to play her with Iron Man or to play her with not you know not just play her yeah. with goblins, right? But, and
2: then once she got and then once she got buffed, it was yeah. Open the floodgates.
3: Yeah, Mobius is great, but I, I, I and I I love Toot Cloud. Um, I don't mind getting Toot Clouded, and I love. Dude, glad uh, uh,
2: because you have to prepare for it. You, if you I know, you it, know it's coming. I
1: liked, <laughs> I liked it. If you see when lockdown cards, you're
2: like, oh, they have a life. But
1: no, now it's just in random shit. Like That's I lost true. to it. it was like what deck was it? It was like a fucking a, a, it beat me in Adam Warlock deck earlier today. I was ah, like, the fuck, I win now, right? And then like yeah. one of my lanes didn't Adam exist Warlock. with my Hit Monkey, and I was like, oh, well, that messes up my math.
2: I guess I should have yeah. seen
1: a life coming because who the fuck? Like was an Adam Warlock. I was like, "What are we doing here?"
2: Yeah, that's fair. He's showing he's showing up a lot of play. I played. I was playing him in that Destroy deck for for a few days or so because he fits in that kind of top end flex spot where you Ooh. could either put Zola, you put Taskmaster, or you could put Elioth. Now so.
3: he was in Shuri, like like final spot. Uh, so, he was in yeah,
2: who? he was the final spot yeah yeah what? yeah i think if is
3: you lie, have priority like there's very
0: few better six drops that like oh yeah um, kinda, that's a auto yeah. win if you have
3: priority yeah yeah, yeah but it's still lucky it's still lucky Low- sure.
2: but yeah also, just because he terrorized the game for three months
3: he's st- yeah. the deck is still like and a plus tier yeah it's, yeah
1: it's, yeah it's, i genuinely like it with Hella and potentially let's see Thanos front line. I don't know if anything's better than Loki. I'm very worried the final of the Johnson Cup is just going to be 18 Loki bears in a row, and there's nothing less fun to watch
2: than Loki bears. I I wouldn't doubt that, and because it's just strong. Like one of the three decks that I brought to the Pursuit Gaming Tournament was the Spiral Loki build, and that was the deck that Tucker bans. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't you yeah. just know? Yeah, want the smoke? You
1: want? It just who wants to deal with that bullshit. It's like, oh, <laughs> you get to play my cards, but better. We're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, whatever. God forbid they just made Loki a four-three. It has to be a four-five. All right, whatever.
3: Uh, Bloodstone. Did you season. guys get the art art germ Loki today? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah I'm torn that on that. To
2: instant. Instant it's the, it's buy. No, it,
1: I don't even. It's the only archer I own. I don't like archer, but I wanted the female Loki. Yeah. Because, because when immediately. Uh, be, because when Tucker does his like. Specific card challenges and says I can only use women. Now I can play Loki deck and not care. Ah, I love that.
2: That's genius. Two hundred yeah. IQ. <laughs> Thank you.
1: uh The the Elsa Bloodstone season cards and remember we are not rating them as they came out. We're rating them now. Are the formerly busted and now useless Elsa, man uh. thing who is just a pun, Black Knight, Nico and Werewolf. And I think there's three potential right answers. What you got?
2: for me for me it kind of really just comes down to black knight and nico Mm -hmm. because you know werewolf is not in a good spot right now versus where he used to be obviously and black knight got exponentially better like that card went from yeah this is okay i guess to no this is one of the best cards in the game all it's like in one fell swoop and nico has just been consistently good for when from when she came out like i don't we were all a lot of us were very concerned about how the interactions would work and oh she's gonna be random and this that, and the third name me a bad ability on the card aside from the move one and depending on what deck you're playing that's not necessarily a bad ability so she's just a good card in marvel snap she hasn't needed to be changed And I don't see any for change coming to that card in the future because even because there's just too much randomness. You just don't know when the ability you need is going to pop up. So I don't really see a need to change the card, which probably means she's the best card at this bunch. Uh,
1: Yeah, but she's fair and Black Knight isn't. So Black Knight is better because unfair cards are better than fair cards.
2: That's also fair. I do think, though, Black Knight has enough counterplay if you can get ahead of it. And I only say that because I play a crap ton of destroy. So, And I usually have priority going into turn three. So I'm like, ah, there goes your Black Knight to my Killmonger. But I get it. Yes. to Once you get that whatever power Ebony Blade out that's usually over 10 power, that's... Impossible to deal with, obviously, unless you do something completely silly like play Enchantress and Shang-Chi on it. But by then, you're probably losing because you've wasted enough energy doing that. I mean,
1: that Zun's deck that was like top of the meta, Mm -hmm. why that should probably come back now?
2: Yeah, (laughs) because it was just damn good.
0: (laughs) The nerf makes um, Black Knight the best version of like hella stuff, probably. So.
3: That's true, too. Yeah. I like Black Knight. I put Nico in a lot of decks, so I've got some, like, bias. And then I still like Werewolf in in the Sentry uh, Annie list with Cull.
2: Yep. Yeah. And just, Werewolf... just give Yeah, and I've seen it there, too. And Werewolf is fine now. Werewolf went from being, oh, this card is busted, to, yeah Werewolf is, he's fine. Yep, Werewolf's nerf feels a lot like Darkhawk's nerf. Hmm. So oh, what's, worse, what's worse, what's worse,
3: Man Thing or or Elsa? So man like, thing. You you could debate the top one,
2: one two. It's but man. as it is today, it's still Man Thing. It's Man Thing. Unfortunately, because yeah. he just needs yeah. too much well, assistance. Because it's just it doesn't. I don't know what that card needs, but whatever. Not damaging it is, enough.
0: Nothing. The card doesn't need anything. People really Uh-oh. who like Man Thing <laughs> enjoy Man Thing. Why <laughs> yeah, cause
1: the, if you I want mean, man thing to be a meta card it only affects the opponent and then it's broken so don't make correct thing.
2: Correct, yeah. and then you know, we could just play luke and now you don't have to hmm. worry about playing it in the same lane anymore because luke went back to having his old ability so well, you could just play bad. luke yeah
3: fair <laughs> yeah, this right. was a fun season though this was a really oh. like when it came out as is minus man thing this was a great uh, great season well, what this was,
1: was a just rookie the season
3: yeah, OG was... Elsa.
1: <laughs> I Loki, and then Werewolf and Loki. There was nothing yeah. but Loki. This was like Loki, but more Loki with some extra Loki. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I loved know. it. Loved
1: it. Alright, higher, further, faster. And I think this is really hard. Ms. Marvel, Gladiator, Annihilus, and Martyr. Hmm. I don't like this. As, they are, as, yeah, they,
2: are as they are now. As they are now. That's tough, look. as they are now. I think did did you, you can make a real case for Annihilus. I'm I'm with Flash here. I think,
0: sadly, Kamala has been made too inconsistent.
1: I mean, compared to the other uh, two, compared to the other two, inconsistent. I think that like she was just bad in a meta where like Thanos and like she might she's probably back to being really good now. I think she was bad in a meta where Hela and Thanos were just like. Oh look, you got a, you got five power in each lane. So I'm gonna play this eleven here and this ten here.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I've been a Miss Marvel truther since the card came out. I don't think she should have been nerfed, but I think she did really interesting. This is my, probably my favorite season of Marvel Snap since I started playing was this season, and um, and that was with Blob, by the way. Being uh, like this season, fire, further, faster, up to November, December. I think was my favorite time to play Marvel Snap in a long, long time. And I think I had a lot to do with what Miss Marvel did in the game, but I think it's Nihilus now because yeah, he's both a powerful bad card in like the junk <laughs> decks, and it's a mm-hmm. powerful mid-range good stuff card in those sort of junk good stuff decks. So he's yep. he's a multi-purpose all-star.
2: Anilus is just one of the strongest packages in the game. Yeah, like, that is what it, the Nihilus, even just the three, right? The Anilus Century Hood package. Is just one of the strongest thing, strongest three card packages in the game. Mm-hmm.
3: Any martyr I, fans? I love martyr. Are you? Kidding <laughs> I, I playing
1: martyr. Since day one. Yeah, I like have it
3: In the same deck. All right, so just...
1: martyr moved and lost me two games recently because I forgot she had an ability because it'd been months and I'd never seen it and I was like, oh wait, yeah. shit, martyr does that? Like I played around it, and I just forgot.
3: <laughs> yeah. I want Moon Girl and Martyr Havoc to work so bad, and I just can't oh pull it off. That's
2: tough. <laughs> could work, but it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing. Gladiator is just good now. Also, I I, I didn't have Gladiator when so it came decks. out. Yeah, I just got Gladiator last week, and it's just a good card, right? Now, granted, depending on when you play it, could screw you. you I mean, you pulling out of Doom or you are pulling out of whatever, but at the same time, still three eight. And it still hits a lot. Like I've had gladiator pull out Sarah's. I'm like, Oh, that's just good. (laughs) Yeah. I like
3: gladiator, my Loki, and I want to pull a big card. So I have my shang target set up.
1: So it's just, it's whatever it pulls. It's just so much more stats than the next best playable three. Correct. The next best three that you could play on three is a three, five. And, plus three stats. We talked about a lot about how much one stat is. Plus three is completely stupid, and that's what Gladiator is. So, look, he's still the third best of the month right now, to me, still. Yeah. But, um, That's because I think Annihilus is the best five in the game, and I think there's at least an argument that Ms. Marvel is the best four in the game. Nothing immediately springs to mind as a better four. Not with Dark gone. Huh. on.
3: Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Dark Ark,
1: yeah. You can argue Shang, Ladin, and
2: Right. Call. I was going to say call. Yeah. yeah but like, Annihilus is, I'm
1: pretty sure, the best five, just period.
2: Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. I would, I would say so. I mean, you know, depending on where you put Iron Man, right? For a well, lot of people, but.
1: Gladiator could be the best three. It's possible we got the best three, four, or five in one month.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good season. One,
1: obviously. Oh, obviously. Yeah. All right. Let's go to December. December, we have a season that Roy loves and I hate. Shaw, Blob, Havoc, Selene. So Blob is lapping the field more than any card ever has. Yeah. Uh, No, Zabu. Season. Since, ah. Sorry, uh, since Spotlights. This okay, I'm just
0: like, gosh. Spotlights. yeah. yeah. Right. So, so, like, we, you didn't so say Spot- it's
1: since Spotlight Cache, I'm just saying. Oh, like, that, that's, that's what, this, so the reason I decided right. to do since Spotlights and not ever here is um, I think Spotlights offered an interesting way to say that each season you get to sort of choose which ones you're going yeah, after. No, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why yeah, I thought well. it was more interesting to do this with Spotlights. But like Blob was, cl- like if you had Spotlight Caches, mm-hmm. Blob was clearly the right choice here, even if Havoc is my favorite by a lot.
0: Havoc also was a good week. There's a lot of good stuff
1: this week. I opened I opened Havoc this week. Blob yeah. I just and bought Havoc. Celine was the crazy week. Celine was uh also Black Knight and something else, right? Black Knight and Iron Lab. Mm-hmm.
2: And and Havoc was a series four, so that was an mm-hmm. easy three K for me.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't and mind the Jones Blob meta. meta.
3: I, I just Jesus. I just was playing Sarah with Sh- Shadow King and I, I wasn't or, I didn't shang it. I just waited for the blob to come down, and then just giggled when he got a little skinny, skinny blob. And I got Shaw on my surfer deck. Um, I'm gonna miss forging into Shaw, ramping him up. But uh, yeah, I like Shaw. It.
1: It's got two into a three. Yeah, well, yeah. I just love the that.
3: the tempo of of a uh, one into him.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I played Celine
3: the least, um, and I I just love havoc. <laughs> Uh, as a fine. card
2: yeah i like havoc too shaw just, is just it's fine it's a very fun card but... yeah she's she's interesting and and shaw got a lot of hate but i think shaw is just fine where he is he's a surfer card okay that's that's where he is that's where he exists and that's okay i think again people you know contextualize <laughs> like oh this card has to be this that and the third and because it's not it's bad oh, and i'm okay. like okay oh. wait 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 Okay,
1: what was the season pass card here? (laughs) All right, all right. right. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. And then here, and then here. That's what the complaint was. I
0: I definitely agree with Glazer there, Flash, but I I think you're right, though, that, like, I think if this had been Selene or Havoc, both of cards which are, like, bad cards or Mm -hmm. or niche cards, I think Feels would have been a lot better, though, because they're cooler cards, like... How yeah, might be bad. Like Sebastian Shaw, just kind of only
2: can go in one thing. Yeah, yeah. there. He <laughs> only got one place. That's true. He's very linear. Yeah, just like I think I'd never current Blob. Not well, sorry. Yeah, I think current
3: Blob's fine. I'd even tech him out of my Thanos <laughs> in certain occasions now. Well, I mean, not before, but <laughs> now. No, <laughs> well, no, of course <laughs> not now i might do something different but uh yeah as they are now which is the best card of the bunch it, it's it's blob i think it's a still, blob. Still blob. blob it's, it's yeah. just
2: blob yeah
3: but i stay in havoc but it's blob.
2: havoc's a, have a second to me but it's still <laughs> just blob
3: agree you call him Blo- blob burrito <laughs> it's
1: blobbert. <laughs> Blobbert Downey Jr.
2: <laughs> Blobbert? Oh my goodness.
3: All right. <laughs> Blob the
2: Builder.
1: Ooh, baby. And now we just went from four cards a few months in a row to six. Yeah, Scar. This season. That season Kiera, is crazy. Hercules. <laughs> Meek for some reason. Grandmaster. Beta Raybel.
3: Oh, mm. I really like so many of these. This is one yeah, of my favorite seasons. Yeah, Ooh, so it's I tough because like, there's great tech and then there's great power. And then, like, Scar fits in so many decks. Kyera and Haevo is a sneaky, dirty, filthy trick. Um, Hercules is the worst card on the list um, Oof. by a mile. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I've been a Grandmaster Stan. Um, Grandmaster's great. Yeah, Glazer built the deck that I got the border because a Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Um great never since it's just like all these things you could do with grandmaster i just i'm a big fan of grandmaster and surfer and hammer bros and monkey like gm's a, I, I, I just look at it as a tech card so it's just is a two power tech card mm. that lets me do the things that i want to do or or juke shang chi uh, Grandmaster, but best
2: card as it stands right now,
3: I'm going to go Scar.
2: Got to be one of those first two. I think, yeah, I think it's, for me, It's I think it's definitely Scar. Kyra was in my early prediction that she would end that way, but Kyra is just fine. She, you don't generally see her outside of Thanos or um, High Evo. So yeah. that's where she goes, that's where she fits, and that's where she's best. Scar, has other homes. You can do other things that get 10 power on the board and you're like, "Oh, I could just play a 2 power scar or a 4 power scar." And playing for that much power is just very good for that cost. Um he's consistent in a lot of in a few different places. Yeah.
3: Um, he's a good stat
2: stick. And Grandmaster is just I think Grandmaster is still an underrated card. I think people forget about the card and then you just like, "Oh, crap." I get beat by that thing happening again. Damn. <laughs> my,
1: my favorite list was a Grandmaster uh, Darkhawk list that's just gone. It's just gone. Oof. It was running yeah. Iron Man, Mystique, a whole like Ravona thing. And it's just, it doesn't exist. But it was the most fun thing in the world because you would just be like, like, it would just be like, okay, so it's like um, turn two, Zabu, turn three, Rockslide or Widow turn four ravona and um ravona and grandmaster to second widow or a second rock slide and just feel like let's go you can still make that play except why the fuck
3: am i playing ravona now <laughs> <Yeah>. right like <laughs> yeah, i don't have that uh,
1: extra two i want that's true. the double twos is what made it so good
3: yeah, yeah. i do like the grandmaster Shuri line
2: Ooh. yeah
1: yeah it's cool that's fun works, yeah. that works ravona too it works yeah. out, yeah.
2: He's 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 sneaky. I've messed around with him and destroy, he's pretty good there. Yeah, and he's messed around destroy. with him. I have put him in my Ronin deck, and I yeah. made people concede on turn three because I played Master <laughs> Mold on two and then Grandmastered it, and they just retreat. Yeah, so yeah, they're just that, over that the happens. Sentinels. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so, so so number one, Scar, is that the consensus? I think it's, but I mean, have, is Grandmaster.
1: I I'm at number one far. Funnest is Grandmaster, and least fun is Kyre, Because fuck Kair, God, do I hate that card. That's one of my yeah. top five unprints.
2: She's ruined she quite a few. Me.
1: <laughs> I wish she Oof. just didn't exist. I really just like I don't know why she needs to be in the game.
2: I think. Uh, well, I don't disagree. I think they wanted to find a a more wide a widespread counter for Killmonger. Which had didn't have one for so long, but you know, it's not like Killmonger is running rampant in the game in terms of like being a problem card. But every card kind of needs a counter, right? Sort of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in some sure. way,
1: Killmonger has a counter. Throw prio. Fair. She, she also counters. Uh, doesn't she also counter Shang Chi for big
2: boys? Yes, but that's so.
1: but but like that shouldn't have a counter. Armor is fine for that.
0: Armor and Cosmo, Armor and Cosmo did
1: that. Did that like perfectly.
0: I'm just saying. I I hate that. You know, I hate that card more than anything. Like, it's the most boring mid range. This is like my least favorite season in recent memory. Although Grandmaster is a card that I'm going to wish I owned at some point.
3: So, Uh, yeah, Grandmaster's a lot of fun. I do. I really enjoyed uh, Beta Ray Bill. Still do. Um, But Magneto is like the ultimate counter for Hammer Bros. So it's just you're you're hoping you don't play against Magneto.
2: Magneto's the ultimate counter for a lot of things in the game, which is not dark anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> yes. Aside from Hog, right. But he's still just S tier. He interferes. So, there's so many good three and four things mm. happening in the game that Magneto says, oh, well, you don't get to win now because I can just move those cards.
1: He beat me for eight earlier today when I uh, <laughs> forgot he existed on my Wong last turn play.
2: Oof. Bingo! It was like, Oof. oh,
1: That's all that tough. stuff over there is less than 12, and now my Odin didn't hit anything. Huh.
2: Oof. Now you just lose. Yeah. That's was a, like, all right, that's well, thanks for coming, sad Glazer. Hopefully, that was well,
0: That uh, was well deserved for Glazer. Just like the accolades that these. Oh wait, why are we doing the background? This is this season. I thought
1: we were going to the last. No, no, we got two oh more seasons to do.
0: Why do we have two more seasons, Aaron? We're currently in a season.
1: Like yeah, we're this... gonna predict. Oh my god, the cards that don't even
0: exist yet. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> they exist in a week. In one week, all these cards exist.
1: No. Hey, in one Roy week, one, one of these
0: cards exists. In one well, week, one, no, two, excuse me, two they, of these no, cards they all exist. So. They'll all, be, they'll all
1: be, like, announced officially. They exist. Mm, that's true. Doesn't mean they don't exist, Roy. Well, that's a very true.
0: difficult, that is a whoa, 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 whoa. That is a very difficult philosophical question that you just attempted to privilege me about. Like, as if, like, I can buy cards that aren't available in the client. All right. So, I'm, I'm last I'll last teach order you to season. I your
1: violence. right,
0: Black Order. (laughs) What do we think about this?
1: We got Black Swan, Super Giant, Call, Corvus, and Proxima, which is best.
3: Um, team call.
2: It's probably just it's probably across across the board is Call Obsidian. It's a 410 that requires little to no difficult activation. All the other four big cards in the game need you to do something with its negative effect, otherwise you're gonna be screwed by it. Typhoid, you know, sentry. Hell, even Crossbones, which is all is all but unplayable for forever now, is obsolete because of a card like Call Obsidian. As if it wasn't already obsolete, but Call Obsidian just makes it even worse. You have to just play a one drop. The percentage of decks that have a one drop in them natively is like I'm sure in the ninety-ish percentage. So he's just good. It's a four ten. Like <laughs> that uh, that's like it's that's it
3: cables I, i'm call number one but I'm, i've am i been trying to get black swan looks like taylor swift trending for the longest time so now that i have a platform wow. bigger um you please know please don't Ta- get this taylor taylor swift. Swift. don't make this no do not make the Swifties mad at me.
1: <laughs> um supergiant is color corvus up. i think supergiant will eventually be the answer like, if we do this yeah. in a year, I would bet Supergiant is the answer. But
3: I think for now, it's Yeah, I love Cole.
0: I'll let everybody into a behind-the-scenes story since I'm very grumpy with Aaron right now. So Aaron <laughs> can log into my YouTube account because he needs to. And he goes and he likes all of the Snap Judgment videos and uh-huh. his own content on my YouTube account, which has destroyed my YouTube algorithm. <laughs> so I have all of the can... Snap content that I don't want in my YouTube algorithm. And so all the people in the, the what they did is complain about Hella. And what made Hella busted was the printing of Corvus. So it oh, has to be listening to these people who are just filling the <laughs> autoplay on my YouTube about how annoying uh, Hella is. It has to be Corvus Glaive. It has to be Corvus Glaive. Combsidian is an obnoxious card that should never have been printed, but it's got to be Corvus. Like he's just a fun card in things like Discard and a busted card in Hella. So obviously the best card.
2: Hard to argue with. Corvus is is just good because you can. He has a couple of other, like kind of niche uses. Uses right. Most of them discard, obviously, but you can find you can kind of funky play around with him in other things where you can make use of that extra energy. Versus something like Proxima, who if you're not playing it her in discard deck, you're a doing it wrong and b, she's useless outside of that.
3: Yeah, I love that he wrecked your Algo though. Uh, that's a, That's it. That's a, that's, a, that's awesome. Um, I didn't realize I did, but now I'm really happy.
1: I did. All right. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. You get some watch hours too, buddy. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree though. It's super giant
1: like quarter of a cent.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Print those pennies in, in, in a couple of seasons. It's, it's probably going to be super giant color city. And mm, we've sure. all said it, you know, it's a stat stick. It's boring, but I, I, I really enjoy Call in Thanos, and I enjoyed Call in the the Century Scary so Wolf list. So I've got him teched in in a couple of places, and I just you know again they only got one Shang Chi, so he's my my okay. champ
2: and Shang everywhere.
3: Let yeah, him. I think in the
0: 2024 retrospective episode, we're gonna think this is the Loki season at the end of the year.
1: That wouldn't shock Wouldn't shock mm. me. Yeah. All right. Oh Avengers boy. versus X-Men, I'm going to read you what these cards do right now as fast as I can. Hope Summers is a 3-3 that after you play a card here, you get plus one energy next turn. Which I think means you can play like two cards on her and got plus two energy next turn. Yep. Uh, Pixie is a 2-1. On reveal, shuffle the cost of all cards in your deck that started there. Oh, that started there, so it doesn't work with stones. That's nice.
2: Yeah, they changed it.
1: Yeah. Alright, Uh, Mockingbird is a 5-9. It costs one less for each card you have in play. That didn't start in your deck. Cannonball is a 5-8, which makes me sad every time I read it. On reveal, move an enemy card away from here and add a rock where it was. If it can't move, destroy it and add to add the rock. And then War Machine is a 4-6 that makes everything Jeff. Until the end of next turn, nothing can stop you from playing cards
2: anywhere. Oh boy. Um... <laughs> I know cables is probably chomping at the bit for for Mockingbird to a certain degree because Mockingbird makes Thanos better because you play two stones out and she costs three like that's just <laughs> it's a three nine for Christ's sake like that's just absurd. Mockingbird is going to work excellent in Thanos. She's going to have other case uses, but that's going to be her first home and probably her best home. Hope. Thankfully, they changed her from being plus two in every for each card you play there because that would have broken the game, um, which she could stand to still kind of break the game in some fashion. She's going to be strong. That That is still very clear. Uh, I think Cannonball is kind of niche and could just be fun to play with. Again, every card does not have to be a home run. Cannonball, I think, has some time where people are going to need to play with the card to figure it out and i think war machine also breaks the game somehow because saying you can play war machine and then say oh i don't care about your sandman or i don't care about this thing where it restricts card play and war machine says no we're good we can still play all our cards out on one turn effectively kill sandman who actually was actually getting a downtick in play rate as it is but war machine makes sandman useless because you're like okay yeah play your sandman i'm going to play war machine and I get to still play my cards. That's just really strong to me. Like that's, oh boy. this. I think this season stands to be very fun and some cards may be a little broken.
3: Yeah, I, I, this season looks like just optionality and I love the play lines and the synergies and some of the variants that we're getting this season. Like that Mockingbird variant, it's like half mm-hmm. black, like half white is going to be sick and then war machine having a Jeff <laughs> like ability late is is awesome uh but uh, yeah i stand hope summers uh for obvious reasons so <laughs> because she's in X-Force oh wait no she's not. <laughs> she, she is she is Cable's adopted daughter uh mm-hmm. and she joins him in X-Force yes
2: she's uh, not in X-Force alright She's the five. does that does <laughs> does <laughs> hope summers without any buffs, does Hope Summers potentially bring back the Elsa Kitty stuff in some way? Nope. They've got a buff Elsa.
3: So if they bring back some flavor of OG Elsa, I I gonna bounce Hopium. I every card that comes out, I'm like, can I bounce it? Um <laughs> <laughs> it's my first go to. Um but yeah, I just think this season's like got a great mixture. And it's not is like Archetype yeah. based is like this last season was. Oh, so yeah. Except for I like the spread. Yeah. I like the spread of the season. not only one archetype.
2: No, she's you... not only one, but she's strongest in Thanos. That's, I think that's.
1: <laughs> I i think she's going to be really great with debris.
2: Agreed. Debris, you could maybe play Squirrel Girl. Hell. But well, I think she's definitely good there as well. Yes. 100%. Because so... now, because there's rocks on both sides, right? So Mockingbird costs what? How many rocks do you get on? Uh, four rocks on the board? Altogether? One, two, yeah. three. Woodbury, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, she, does she cost what? One? One nine is absurd. Yeah. I 100% no, no, agree. It's only
1: the ones on your side, I believe. No, I think it's. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's cool. So, she's, so no. she's just a three nine.
2: Okay. Yeah. Just, just well, a two. Three nine. Just
1: you play. So, if you play Squirrel Girl on one or two, you can go her into Cull. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's just quite the curve.
3: Agreed. I'm excited n- for this season for a lot of reasons. Just like the comic book lore behind Avengers vs. X-Men. I hate it. A variety of the X-Men. cards.
1: This is yeah. one of the worst comic runs I've ever read in my life. That was so oh. horrible. What are you talking Everyone about, the new one or the OG? The OG. Everyone had to act like the biggest fucking idiot in the world for that entire series to work. Like, it was <laughs> I like, oh, it. man, God forbid we could have a conversation about anything. Let's like I know that's always a superhero trope, but it was
2: so bad.
0: So yeah, why has no one mentioned Pixie here?
2: Um, Pixie, I think if any was, card was, is going
0: to break the game, it is going to be Pixie Combo Pixie, decks.
2: Pixie used. I think Pixie is going to require some creativity. Mm-hmm. I think before she got changed in the in when she was data mined, she was going to be able to work with Thanos, and that was going to be completely busted. Because then you're just like, oh, I got the stones in here, and the stones can flip with these high five, six cost cards, and those can now cost one. That was going to be very broken, but so, but I think she still exists where she's going to be very strong with some creative deck building. We Morbin?
1: Ooh. You play her, you play, uh, not Morbin, Mobin. You play her, you play Mobius, you get all the cheap cards as cheap as they would have been. You get all the expensive cards cheaper. Yep. She's going to be phenomenal, but it's very hard for me to imagine her lasting for long at all. Right. Like, if people can figure her out, she's going to immediately break the game and have to get fixed. Sounds amazing. Right. Sounds great. Bye. First day bye. First day bye. We, you have, we have one more week. <laughs> I know. So two of these cards will be out next week, not one.
2: just because that's, that's how true. they do things now. We just don't know what the other one is currently. But we assume it's Pixie.
1: The data mines yeah. say the date's. Stone. Oh, okay gotcha like they could change it they have before they changed something recently i don't remember what but they flipped two weeks but
2: yeah I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was it's pixie
1: probably gonna be hope i think yeah well hope is oh, the best
2: season pass
0: yeah best. yeah that's best, definitely okay. but I, I think pixie and, and hope are the two
2: yeah extra energy yeah. is just that's just a broken thing to do in a game with that only has six turns by design
0: But this could end up being to me a replay of the fall where last season was the Loki season and ends up overshadowing the Avengers versus X Men season, Mm -hmm. which is still full of extremely powerful cards that have to get nerfed.
1: Uh, I could see it. Hope's going to be strong. I hope so.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> so we are on to our final segment of each and every week, which is the variant of the week. All right. So who picked the variant over here on the left of Adam Warlock, our variant of the week?
2: The variant on the left? That would be me. That's the Flaviano variant. Um, it's funny because one of the other ones I own here is the Eduardo on the right. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, the... How? I have both of those. Yeah, did you just randomly get? Luckily, though. Yeah, yeah, just random pulls. Are you
1: buying Adam Warlock variants? Are you that (laughs) (laughs) sicko?
2: No, but Adam, (laughs) but Adam Warlock, the Flaviano was just so good. Adam Warlock is just one of the cards in the game that's. It's a card that had very good variant. Well, some of the best variants on a bad card, right? And angel is another one right it's just oh yeah some 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 of the worst cards in the game have some of the best variants which is really sad but here we are flaviano is just it's just so great it's just the animations are great the you know being out you can really see the background the space background it's just it's not really covered up it's it's prominent you know he's got the powers in his hands it's just it's a lot it's awesome I love it plus flaviano is one of my favorite you know, artists in the game. He's up there. He's right. My favorite is Jacinto by far. And then Flaviano is in my top, like three ish in, uh, you know, artists in the game.
3: That you were like contractually obligated to say hip. Not me. No, these are
2: contractually. I know. that's you're on, on, on <laughs> this oh, podcast. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> yeah. right. Did anyone else pick the one on the left or yeah.
3: did the cables? Oh. did cables? Yeah. I I've got, I think I've got everything but the ultimate, Um just no reason to burn five thousand tokens. Um, but yeah, I got the Flaviano, but I'm a big I'm so I'm pixel complete, um, on purpose. So I buy pixels. On purpose uh, I'll admit that on the internet. And uh Uh, I even love the Pixel one. uh but the Flaviano for the reasons Flash said, like just the art and get to see the background and space and the colors when it's split purple, like I really like that that variant. Um yeah, I won't play it it's, it's funny really because pretty. I actually own all three of these variants. <laughs> yeah. I have I have all them. But the but the the ultimate.
0: Right. So I guess you picked the one on the right. No, you got to talk about yours first, sir. Oh, I mean, I picked the pixel. I think some of the pixels are just bad. Some of them are so bad they're good like Modok or mm. uh Rock Raccoon. Um but I think the Adam. I think the more, more recent Pixels have actually started to follow Adam Warlock's lead here and be just decent variants that like capture the character in a pixel art style. Like I think this I is agree. like a good Adam Warlock. It, like captures who Adam Warlock is without some of the like really showiness of some of his other variants. Um, I also picked this because I uh, wanted the put the hip, but Glazer has been picking the hip every single. Week as well, and I was like, Well, we should have more uh-huh. variants to discuss, so I was like, All right, instead of the hip, I'll, I'll pick Pixel because this is legitimately, I think, top tier Pixel variant, like unironically. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's a
0: good Doctor Pixel. Doom,
2: I think the Doctor Doom Pixel is very good. All there's some very good Pixels that are just stay, you know, capture the essence of the character without you know, ruining the, <clears throat> the card there, and then some Sammy ruin pixel the card is
0: great and are amazing like Rocket
1: Raccoon. So, there. yeah, or uh, Hellcone. Um, okay yes. <laughs> not, not or Murlock. Mord- um, um, yeah. Or Ta- Yeah. Taco Bell Morak, yeah. yeah. Taco um, Bell Morak. So I picked this item Warlock. I actually think I would have picked the Flaviano if otherwise. Um, I actually hate the hip warlock. I have it, and obviously it's the one I use because it's a hip. But, like, um, I think all of my superheroes, regardless of... Male, female, non-binary, should wear pants. I'm I'm a big superhero should wear pants person. I don't understand fighting crime in bikini bottoms. Like, <laughs> uh, or being a spacefaring wizard in bikini bottoms, I guess. Either which way, mm. the hip is in bikini bottoms, and so I am not for it. Um, mm. I almost never picked the bikini bottoms. It's why I hate them as Marvel. Not, um. The Carol Ms Marvel design. It's like, why is she wearing like put pants on? You're fighting. It's very bad design to me. Um, This Warlock is. Is that the the Warbird Ms
2: Marvel? Uh, The Captain Marvel,
1: though Captain Captain Marvel, Marvel. the The Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, the Miss Marvel, the
0: the Warbird. That's but
1: that's actually a Warbird suit. Yeah. She said, "I I
0: thought you said you were a boomer."
1: No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm an X-Men boomer. The Avengers mm. sucked when I was growing up. Um, eh, They sucked relatively often. Okay, The crossing um, was when we were young, so yes. I loved the Infinity War gauntlet stuff, and this is Adam Warlock's costume, in that, and that's why I picked it, basically. I also just mm. like the colors a lot in this. I, I don't know why the stupid, like, weird black into red thing really works for me, but it does. So I like it. I'm for it. Um, I like yeah, this one a little bit. They're lot. all good. Yeah. He's, look, all it's good. a really strong character design, surprisingly, for such a weird yeah.
3: character. Yeah. And yeah. on the hip one, don't look at it as, as like uh, shorts. It's like his wrestling costume. Got the championship belt. Um, you know, he's got his walkout music. Walkout music? Which Yeah, it's just his, that's just his wrestling variant. No. No. <laughs> I don't I do Just wanna...
1: no. I, I play Luchador variants, but no.
3: Oh, I like those. All right. We need more jorts in the game is what you're saying. Jorts. That, would...
1: that Jort. seems like a good point to go
3: <laughs> Lord. All
0: right. We are uh, rapidly wrapping up this episode. Cables, uh, uh, if our loyal listeners and loyal viewers wanted to become your loyal listeners and loyal viewers, what would they find if they tuned in to your Twitter account?
3: Um, me uh, asking them to follow others in the community. So I, I, I don't, I don't make content anymore. Um, love the game, love the community. So my hard sell is please go follow flash. Please go follow snap judgment. Uh, I can throw out a bunch of other creators that I love. I love the, the creators on the come up. And so my hard sell is just take care of this community. Don't, don't follow me um and uh <laughs> you know if i if i post something that's uh, dorky it'll get to you somehow some way but uh i'm an uninteresting follow uh but i am a huge huge fan of the community and uh i love flash's stuff but uh glazer's channel is and this is not just a uh, uh, fan service i tell him this and he, he hates compliments but i'm going to do it it is the Single, And I have videos. So if you go to Cables Dumbs on YouTube, I don't even know Glazer. You'll see me just standing Glazer and Snapdex X account just over and over and over again. So my I heart sells. It. What's that? I hated those. them. They were like, ah, stop liking me. Uh, oh, dude, I, I not every contest I would run, I'd be like, You gotta go sub to this channel. You can't Ooh. you got you gotta prove to me you're you're subbing to this. You gotta go to Flash's channel. Uh so yeah, yeah, my heart sell is no heart sell. I got nothing to sell. Um I'm just here for for the team, for the crew. Yeah, like doing stupid stuff online. Well so
1: well, I call bullshit. So there same um you should a thousand percent follow cables i mean so obviously he's genuinely super fun you just had a blast listening to this episode you know you did and he's a huge part of the reason why so anything he makes anywhere he talks you will have fun he's an extraordinarily kind person but like all that's great and, like, you should 100% follow him for that. But you should also follow him because he's stupidly and ridiculously talented. Go to that YouTube page. Take a look at it. And just go, oh, shit. When you watch the Snap Judgments League and you see all the overlays and all the graphics, when you see our um that graphic that we had for Snap Judgments League that we were showing everywhere, that's Cable's. He's absurdly, crazily talented. Uh, like he's significantly better at this than almost anyone I know. And he's brilliant. And as brilliant as his, he's kind and he deserves your support. Even if he's not monetizing it, even if there's not like anywhere to go with it, just follow it because supporting good people is always
3: worth it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. If you follow me, then hopefully you follow the the community. And then if you, Mm -hmm. if you go to my, my ex, you could see the the Glazer variant. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, that's 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 worth it all by itself.
1: One day I'll get used to the fact that I have a variant card and yeah, not be yeah. shocked <laughs> literally every time I hear You said it and I was like, oh, right.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got to <laughs> upgrade it. we got to get it some crackle. No, nope. oh.
0: <laughs> it's Kirby. All right. All right. That brings us to Flash. If our loyal listeners and loyal viewers wanted to tune into your Twitch there, Gaming with Flash X, Uh, What would they find
2: in your content? In one word, authenticity, Mm -hmm. Um, because as I always tell people, when they come, they hang out and, you know, on my streams is that the personality that you're getting on the camera is not fraudulent. You know, I'm not pandering to the camera. Um, I'm all about chill vibes. I like to help people so, you know, people frequently come by my stream that ask questions. They have questions about decks. They're, you know, they're new to the game and I help them build decks. We just have fun with it. You know, Cables has been in a lot of my streams and we just have fun. We don't really take things too seriously. One of my rules on my channel is that it's a tilt free zone. There's no tilting. I don't get upset. I don't rage retreat. I don't do any of that stuff. I just play the game. We have fun. If I lose, I lose. No big deal. Eight cubes, four cubes. It really doesn't matter. I'm just there to have a good time. And again, I like to help people and I like to be myself. I always tell people, if you ever meet me in you know real life, this is what you're going to get. I'm not going to be, you're not going to meet me and be like, oh, this, this guy's completely different than what I thought he was. Nope. This is what you're going to get. We can hang out. We can talk about Snap. We can have a drink or two. And that's just what you're going to get, authenticity. And the same thing goes, you know, if you – if you, when you see me on Twitter and you see me interacting with the community, I'm just being myself. I'm giving you my honest opinion about things. Again, you're never going to get any falsity with me. Um, You head on over to my Mm -hmm. YouTube channel. That's what you're going to get. Like I said, I like to help people. So I just started a brand new series on my channel, you know, Marvel Snap 101. To help new players in the game because there isn't a lot of content out there for people who are just starting to play, and those people have questions. I have people that I work with that just started playing Snap a few months ago. They're asking me questions, you know, like, "Oh man, what do I do with these new decks? Like, I got this card. Is it any good?" And I'm like, "No, it's trash. Don't use that." Here's what you want to be targeting. And as I'm having these conversations with people, I'm interacting with people on social media, asking me questions, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking around, and there's no new content. For new players, for you know, you know, beginner content. So I was like, you know what? Let's get that going because people need help, and they deserve the help. So I just love putting myself out there. I play with people. If people want to play a game, they come on my stream. They want to play a set. Yep, let's play. It's fine. You want to test something out? Yep, let's test it out. I got no problem doing that. And like I said, authenticity.
3: Yeah, I, I love, uh, I love your channel. I love, I love your content. If you go back and you watch my first time winning an infinity board with the Rona deck, as you know, and like you could hear the genuine like that moment <laughs> where I'm just geeked. Like, I love, <laughs> I love this guy. I love him so much. But your latest stuff, the two things I would say about you and I'll hard sell soul for you here just real quick, just show love. But it's like you're, 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 you're a high elo player. Like you, you've been top. 500 top 200 I think at one point yeah
2: 200 at one point yeah
3: yeah yeah so it's so, like so, so. you'll go on ladder in a competitive season and you will play a deck that somebody on your stream only has the cards for and you will cook and you will lose snap points and you're doing it out of genuine helping the community so like a I love 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 that and then I want the the Perry Flash to host Cam. I've been begging for it. You two together, like Perry with that amped up crazy energy, you with the chill, you know vibes. Like that—that's a combo made in heaven. So just just throw a love your way. I love the streams. I love the YouTube. But then I owe you a border. And I owe uh Mr. Glazer a, a border. Uh those are the two decks that got me um got me my infinity borders. I'm going for three this season and it's gonna be with a yeah. Loki deck. So
2: appreciate <laughs> that, man. Thank you.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. My turn. So Okay. A lot of times people use honesty and authenticity as a way to speak quote unquote harsh truths and be rude to others and sort of be difficult. And flash could not more be the opposite when he says he's here to help i mean regardless of what's going on he's a person who will reach out he's a person who checks up on everyone he cares deeply for people and it comes through in everything he does and that's not limited to friends that he does that with strangers he did that when we just met we barely started talking he is an incredibly good person and um that i lose four cubes eight cubes don't care thing it's really easy to say when you're phenomenal at the game and it like never happens um because he's really good like he's one of the best players that you don't realize is one of the best players until you actually watch him play and you watch him read others plays like very casually understanding things and he doesn't ever talk down to anyone about it or like explain to the chat in a way that's condescending like so but no offense to streamers i'm genuinely friends with they often are like why would you think i should do that obviously i shouldn't do that it's not ne- that's not the tone it's like oh here's why i did that it's a very educational it's genuinely stellar content um look he'll he's gonna be huge sooner or later you might as well get on the ground floor and then you can hipster it and be like i liked him before he was cool so do the thing go follow him.
3: yeah yeah that's point that about backseating uh and being mm-hmm. wrong I'll mm-hmm. backseat in his stream and, and like he's doing a play order, a sort order where I'm like, Nope. And it was the perfect play, perfect sort order. Mm-hmm. And he's just chill, chill about it. So they're, yeah, they're great streams and I love seeing the recent raids and the growth. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. And, and, and I appreciate that. And I, I do appreciate those comments and that, you know, it really makes me feel good. And, and it's true. And that last point that Glazer made is kind of like, uh, and cables as well, is just that, Sometimes, like you said, there's a back, you know, kind of backseat. Some people are like, oh, let, you know, maybe you should do this. And I don't care. I listen to the stream and they're like, oh, man, sorry. That was the wrong call. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, <laughs> did, did you enjoy how that played out? Yes. Ooh. Great. Then I enjoyed it, too. Like, that's all that matters to me. Like, but it's kind of a learning moment for everybody where I'm like, OK, I didn't see it the way you see it. So I'll play it that way and see what happens. And then one of us has got to be right. So <laughs> now I know for next time what the right play is. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah i don't i don't care it's a trial and error process and a learning process for everybody where sometimes i stick it out and i'm like no nah, i think this is the right play and it is and it and just like cable said you're like you sit back and you're like oh okay damn that was the right play all right <laughs> all right that
0: brings us to my favorite part of each episode where aaron gets to read all of our patrons oof aaron go ahead
1: Abigail Geeslin, Mandatory Burnout, Cables, hi Cables, DG Wingfield, Direwolf, LAB, Father Newman, Good Dog Gamer, Inc., Jane Avery, JD McDonaldinho, Akella Platino, Kertix Lee, Koi Ray, Doku, Philip Radkovich, Haplo, Kenny Loggins, Rob Silverman, Robert River, and The Bizza, J Bussy, X Force V, Skippy G, Tommy Nyquist, Black Dahlia, The Great Kazoo, Models, Louis Antunes, Matt Conduit, Matt H., Mikey Hijinks, No Flex, Ocularis, Pretty Chill, Seamus, Spike Jones, Two Dyes, Tucker, The Homie Min, and of course, Gunny T. And I missed my Pirate King on talk. Oh, well. Almost perfect. (sighs) Almost perfect.
0: Well, what I can say is also almost perfect is all of our social medias. So if you are looking to engage with us, please make sure you follow us on Twitter slash X at Snap Judge Cast that you join the Marvel Snap Zone Discord because we are so incredibly grateful and proud to be the official podcasting partner of Marvel Snap Zone. The link to join their Discord is in the description of this episode on both YouTube and your favorite pod catcher our email is snap judgments at gmail.com our youtube is at snap judgments pod where you can find almost daily a snap takes and our patreon is patreon.com slash snap that brings us to the end of another episode of all new snap judgments flash thank you so much for joining us this week
2: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This was definitely a pleasure and an honor to finally uh, get on here and just kind of voice voice things and talk about Marvel Snap. It's always a good time. It's fun. Appreciate it.
0: Well, you were an absolutely great guest. Speaking about another great guest, Cables, thank you so much for being on the show this week
3: yeah thanks for having me it's good to be with the goats so i i feel like uh uh you know just the fan that got to be on the show so i appreciate that
0: (laughs) awesome awesome thank you thank you both are welcome back anytime just like aaron is welcome back every time and it makes me very happy to do this episode with you each and every week my friend peace and love everybody all right friends that brings us to yet the end of yet another episode of snap judgments we will see you next week for another edition of glazer's folly until then stay safe make good choices and keep on snapping